and welcome into the Press Box Fantasy Football Show Championship Week Edition. Glenn Clark, Paul Valley, and our lovely and talented host, Mr. Ken Zalis from Parts Unknown. KZ, good morning, my friends. All right, we gotta, yeah, we gotta fix that. We gotta bring that channel back up, Paul. We gotta get the music's gotta come down, and that's gotta come up. We're doing things out of order today, and it's really screwing things up. Plus, Ken's not here today. There's a lot going on, to say the least. There's a lot going on. Ken's not here. Where, where are you exactly? I am in Orlando. Florida. You're in Orlando, Florida. I prefer parts unknown. Let's go back to that. Ken's in parts unknown. Um, we're here. You probably noticed that we're wearing masks today, and I, I hope that it doesn't impact things too much. I want to make it very clear. It's just out of an abundance of caution. Neither one of us has tested positive or has any symptoms. There's, look, man, we're, we're in the times that we're in, okay? Like, it's just what it is. Um, so we're all wearing, it, it's just a lot happening on today's show. And we changed the time of today's show. So the final show of the season is here at 10 a.m. So it's just got everything screwed up. I blame Ken for, I'd say like 90% of this. 90% of this is Ken Zalis' fault. Thanks a lot, you jerk. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, but yeah. Life, life does happen sometimes. Yeah, so. if you say so. Unfortunately, you also did not get me into my uh, fantasy football final, so I hate you all around. All around, I hate you. Thanks a lot. James Robinson, your number one running back, oh, huh? Oh, my God. Number no, no, one no. running back. Knocked, knocked me out of three leagues and two of them. Yeah. I win easily with a pedestrian. Right. Right. If you can, yeah, you can get ten points. You're fine. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. If I at one, I, I get seven points, and one, if I get ten, and unfortunately, he goes out with the Achilles, and uh, you know, they, we can look into crystal balls. Those are one things we cannot predict. So here's the deal. Um, we are going to get to your questions and get you set up for your championship week matchup, or if perhaps you're in your toilet bowl and you're trying to avoid particular humiliation and shame. We'll get you set up for that as well a little bit later on. The uh, Press Box Fantasy Football Show is brought to you this week by our friends at Glory Days Grill. You know how bad I love me some Glory Days Grill. They've got the seasonal menu right now with the comfort food classics available for you, including the short rib grilled cheese sandwich, the house-made meatloaf, the grilled meatloaf sandwich, the center-cut sirloin with grilled shrimp, the char-grilled pork tenderloin, the smoky thigh wings with Alabama barbecue sauce, the Brussels and bacon appetizer, and much more. All of them pair well with Devil's Backbone 8-point IPA or their anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. Find out more and get your orders in right now at glorydaysgrill.com. Um, I guess because I brought up James Robinson, I'll choose to start there. Is there any value in any Jacksonville running back this week, Ken Zalis? I'm going to say no. It's going to be real easy. I mean, I, I know people are are going to pick up uh, Dare. Don't ask me to say it. Agumbawale. Good. Uh, that, that, great. Um, I won't even try to mimic you. <clears throat> but I, I just I don't like the matchup this week. Um and it's too hard to trust. It's too hard to trust. I mean, it, uh, this could be one of those situations where there's a a Craig Reynolds type situation in Jacksonville, where some guy we've never heard of all of a sudden gets a chance in Week 17, and and, and is the guy. So I, I I would just stay away from that situation. Okay. What about in Philadelphia? What do we do there? Uh, 
I think we treat Boston Scott as the de facto between the twenties guy and, and the guy that'll play the most. Um, I think we, we wait and see if Howard, if Howard is somehow out this week, I think it's full go on, on, on Boston Scott. He'll probably be somewhere within my top, you know, 15, 16 running backs this week. Um, but if Howard goes, it's, it's Scott, it's uh, Howard if you need a flex, and just a flat-out PPR desperation. Everybody has COVID or is injured. Kenny Gainwell-type start. The situation in Detroit is interesting to me because DeAndre Swift, I guess, is going to play, but like, let's not pretend like they have anything to play for. And I thought I saw something this week, like they were thinking about shutting him down after this game anyway, so like... Are we certain yeah, the that? Com- yeah, the comment was the comment was you know we'll shut them down after these next two weeks. Oh, okay. Well, you know, thanks a lot, Coach. Um, are, but are they certain that he's a? Or like, are we certain that he's a full certain. go? Okay, we're that's that's what I want to uh, know. We're not certain, first of all, that that he's definitely going to play. I mean, I. I well, but I mean, like, even if he plays, Ken, or are, are, why would I? You got to be desperate. You got to okay. be desperate. But, but we've seen. I mean, we've, we've seen these situations where, you know, I, what I'd like to see is I'd like to see a full practice today, not limited. I'd like to see a full practice today, full practice tomorrow. And if those two things happen, I, you know, I'm going to use them. I'm going to use them uh, as my as my flex option. Let's put it that way. If I see limited in any manner these two days, I'm just going to try to avoid the situation if I can. Um you know, you still have. He, he's not going to get a full a full load no matter what. Um, but he doesn't necessarily need it. Um, you know, he can he can go 15 touches and still be productive. But you got Jamal Williams is going to get touches. They're giving Reynolds still a couple of touches. I, I try to avoid the whole situation if he plays. What about the Kansas City backfield? Uh, Daryl Williams, um, top 10 back for me this week. Okay, I think. Can you, I think you can use Derek Gore in a uh, in a pinch in a, in a flex type situation. Not uh, I would prefer it not be in a P, full PPR um, if you're going to use Gore because I don't think we're going to get much out out of the passing game. But you never know. Um, but I yeah I think it's those two and 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 not much else. Time to talk about Cam Akers. Time to yeah. talk about the and and this is a weird spot, Ken, because. Like, I, I don't know that the average person realizes just how good Sony Michelle has been of late. Um, he's been unbelievable. Yeah, uh, he has been. And, and here's, the pro- here's the whole problem with Cam Akers. Um, like you said, and you said it correctly, for the last three weeks, Sony Michelle, I mean, we, we, throw, we throw in the term in fantasy league winner uh, probably too often because as soon as we deem somebody a league winner, they, they go away. But he's been a guy that, you know, if that has gotten you into a championship game um, in, in many situations, he's been fantastic for three weeks. He's held off. He's been so good. He's held off uh, Daryl Henderson, who's now an IR, but he held him off for two weeks. And Henderson was terrific when he was healthy uh, beforehand. So, uh the problem with Akers this week, and, and I, I kind of joked on, on Twitter and nobody got my humor this week, is like if he's active, I'm playing him. Um, I'm not playing him. 
I, I don't see any any situation you could be in that I can trust Cam Akers. I think if he's active, that's fine. They'll kind of get his feet wet a little bit. But let's be honest about the Baltimore Ravens. They do one thing really, really well right now, and that's stop the run. And I know that Joe Mixon, when you look in the fantasy world last week, went bananas, but he didn't do it on the ground. He had 60 yards rushing, and I know he got the, the one right. yard down, but those things happen. They limited Joe Mixon on the ground. They've done this to everybody on the ground. So I don't know uh, if he's going to play enough snaps in a PPR to, to make him startable, but he's certainly not startable. Um, even if he was the, the, you know, getting 10 rushes behind, you know, against the Ravens rush defense, it's, it's been good. And uh, I, I'm just going to stay away from does it. he, and does he impact Sony Michelle at all? I, I'm going to start Sony Michelle. Um, I, I have Sony Michelle a little bit, probably further down in the rankings than you would look at his last three weeks and say, Oh, this is a, this may be a top five guy uh, this week, but um, I probably have, Mich I probably have Sony Michelle somewhere around uh, a, a high RB two this week is, is my guess. Um, and I, I think that's fair. Uh, you know, I, I think, I think he could have a, you know, 50 yards rushing, 25 receiving. If he gets that touchdown, he's an RB2. Okay. All right. Um, let's go. Let's talk about the video because everybody, I mean, we're going to talk about it on our show here in a bit. Um, Lamar Jackson's on the practice field. Everybody saw the same thing. And I, <laughs> I got to be honest with you, there's a part of me that thinks we're overreacting to it, right? I also get it. I also get it. So the question becomes if Lamar Jackson plays, and I still think that's an if. But if Lamar Jackson plays, where will you rank him this week? Is he playable? So this starts with he's Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and if you don't know what that means, it means he could go for 75 yards on the ground and throw for only 150 and throw a touchdown and maybe run one in. And you got a top 10 run, uh, quarterback, maybe even top five for the week. Um, he's that type of talent. Now I, here's what I did in my rankings. I ranked Lamar Jackson for right now, as if he is going to play, I have also ranked Josh Johnson hmm. as if he's going to play. Okay. Um, I I'm not so sure. And you're closer to it than I am. Uh, I'm not so sure where the, the whole Huntley Tyler. I mean, the, the word is that he'd be eligible. I like. I think it's more likely that Huntley plays at this point than Josh Johnson does. So Hunt, Huntley and Josh Johnson would kind of fill in at the same role for me, at the same place. And if they play, they're at number nineteen. Okay, so there are worse guys. They would be above the Carson Wentz's, Derek Carr's, Ben Roethlisberger's of the world. If Lamar Jackson plays, I have him at eleven. I have him below guys like Stafford, uh, Herbert, and Burrow. I have him just above guys like Wilson, Taysom Hill, Kirk Cousins. That's where I'm thinking right now. Um, you know, normally Lamar Jackson would be a surefire top five guy. But we have to remember he wasn't very good for the three weeks before all of this. Right. And we all saw the video. I, I don't know what we're getting running the ball. 
and and it scares me. And the more it scares me, the more he may drop out of my top twelve at the end of the day. But I don't think he's unplayable if he stops. I I, I hate to, I'm trying to say this the right way. Um, the other thing I would say about that, God, we're going to talk more about the video. Yeah. I I think there are shots that someone will take before a football game that they won't take before a practice. And I don't know exactly what that impact is, right? Like, I can't tell you that from personal experience. But I I would just say that I think there are things that someone might do before a football game to to alleviate any pain that they might experience that they of wouldn't course. that they wouldn't do going out on a practice field on a Wednesday. And I'm not saying it. They're going to they're going to give them a pay killer. I mean, like, I mean, I just I and I'm not trying to say because, again, when I say that, I'm not trying to say that I think that that means that magically Lamar Jackson is going to definitely be Lamar Jackson if he plays on Sunday. But I think it's part of the conversation that we have to have when we freak out about this this video is that when he's going out there on a Wednesday afternoon to be a limited participant in a practice, he's not going to shoot himself up. He's not going to do that. No. Like, nobody's going to do I, that. Are we still talking about the grass? Yeah, no, we're not, I'm done with that. I'm done with that conversation. <laughs> I'm done with that altogether. Uh, people get very salty when you bring up the grass. Look, trust me, I think it looks weird, too, but I have looks, accepted. It, look, it does look weird. I have I, accepted the science of Bermuda grass. I have. I have and, and it's true. Yep. It, it, here's the thing. It's true because we play on Bermuda grass during this time of the year. Um down in Montgomery County for soccer, and that's what it looks like, folks. Right, correct. I mean, this is what it this is what it looks like. Here's the problem. I don't remember it ever. I I don't know if they just put in Bermuda grass on those fields. Yes, in past in past years, I don't remember seeing videos I don't where it looked. This. Yes, correct. I don't, yes. and it certainly wasn't like that when I covered the Ravens day to day. But me we're, either. Yeah, we're, me we're, either. we're we're moving a long way away. Right, yeah, right. long way away from when I was out there in December. So it's a whole different thing. Um, yeah. We'll talk more about on, on Glenn Clark Radio today. We'll talk more about the Lamar Jackson thing. But I just I feel like that like every, everybody's just accepting this video of like this is where Lamar is, and we're kind of forgetting that yeah. this is a Wednesday practice. And, and that's, that's the biggest thing. Like like this was the day. Like if he had any shot of playing, like he had to get out there today, uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and, and show the coaches where he is so they can determine. Now I'll, I'll be very honest. And we've seen this before. It wouldn't shock me if he was a DNP today. I mean, that's totally possible. And that, it, like, I mean, I, it just, it just yeah. wouldn't. And DNP is, did not participate. Right. It wouldn't, it wouldn't stun me either, but it, it wouldn't stun me. So I, I think you're what, whatever you want to think about the video, it's a total overreaction either way, because it's Wednesday. It's yeah, fun. yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, anything else we need to know broadly uh, before we start uh, uh, diving in on questions? I think, yeah, I think we have to – I think one of the other interesting running back situations um, that we just got to keep an eye on is in San Francisco as they have a really nice matchup against the Houston Texans. Um, Elijah Mitchell um, could be back this week. It's looking like trending in that direction. Um so we just got to keep an eye on that because obviously him coming back would would be welcome to his fantasy owners. I just don't know if if Jeff Wilson Jr. is totally going away. He's been serviceable. Um, it probably makes Jeff Wilson Jr., if Mitchell comes back, uh, probably a flex desperation play at best. 
Um, but it, it's still interesting. And we also have to look, there's a lot of these this week. We still have to figure out what's going on in Arizona with Chase Edmonds and, and more so with James Conner. Right. James is able to play this week. All right. Uh, very good. Ken, you want to tell everybody about underdog fantasy football? Yeah, underdog fantasy football. Uh, you know, it's really underdog fantasy because you can not only play fantasy football on there, but do the NBA and MLB will be coming up soon. You can, I think NHL is even back in action, so you can do some of that. But it's a it's a great way to play. You can play, uh, you can draft against people on a weekly basis, um, highest score wins. And uh, you can also do what I've been doing a lot of, which is the, uh, the player parlays, which uh, two – Two to five uh, different uh, player props uh, win up to 20 times your money. If you go five for five, you can win, you know, hit two and you, you win three times your money. So it's a pretty good deal. Um, and the best part about the whole thing is that if you go and sign up for the first time uh, and put in the code press box, you can uh, receive up to a hundred dollars on your first deposit. For, uh, it's a dollar for dollar match up to $100. It's a lot of fun. It's an easy way to play on your phone or, or on your computer if you can't get over to uh, a place like Live uh, to place a bet yourself uh, on a player prop. And uh, I've been having a ball this year with it. I'll continue to do it. Um, was actually at the Orlando Magic game the other night. And ah. I've had a couple of players going, so it was fun to watch while, uh, while that was happening. Very cool. Very cool. Again, underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog app. All right, last call for questions. Tweet me at Glenn Clark Radio or get them in the comments, and we will pose them to KZ next to get you ready for championship week. Or, again, if you're playing to avoid, have to be the one that walks around in a G-string or whatever the you know, and, and holds up a sign that says, I'm bad at fantasy football. We'll get you ready for that, too. That's next, the PressBox Fantasy Football Show. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Glory Days Grill's winter seasonal menu is back with comfort classics like their house-made meatloaf and short rib grilled cheese. It also features the center-cut sirloin with grilled shrimp, the char-grilled pork tenderloin, grilled meatloaf sandwich, smoky thigh wings with Alabama barbecue sauce, and a Brussels and bacon appetizer. All of these items pair well with Devil's Backbone 8-point IPA or their anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. And try their seasonal cocktails, Blood Orange Burger, Bourbon Cider, Apple Ginger Mule, and Captain's Hot Cider. Find out more and get your order in today at glorydaysgrill.com. Great food, good sports. Window Depot Baltimore provides the highest quality Pro-Via windows, doors, and siding for all budgets. The best is finally affordable. Call them today for a free in-home consultation at 410-941-3499. They also offer Zoom and FaceTime consultations in an effort to practice social distancing. A proud sponsor of the Tyus Bowser Show, you can find out more at windowdepotbaltimore.com. If you change lanes and brake suddenly in front of my tractor trailer, I won't be able to stop. Our lives can change forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. 
Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. This is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgambling.com. Help.org. The latest issue of Press Box is available now, and it's our very special annual Best of Issue on the cover. We celebrate Justin Tucker as our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year, honoring his historic on-field achievements, but also the unprecedented relationship he shared with Baltimore. Inside, we recognize the top people, performances, and moments of 2021, including Cedric Mullins' incredible season and the dominance of local Paralympic athletes. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. All right, uh, we are ready to get you set for your championship week matchup with Ken Zalas here on the PressBox Fantasy Football Show. Unfortunately, KZ, I'm 0 for 3 this year. It's the first time in a long time I'm not playing in a single fantasy football title match, but... I am playing to get my money back in a third place game, so I'm going to need your help with that. I, um, I, I, what's the situation in New Orleans? Do they, do they have a quarterback that can play this week or not? Yeah, uh, Taysom Hill's good to go. He's, I mean, he's, but he's not really a quarterback either. I, what you're saying yeah, is, yeah, well, you can you can say that. Yeah, but he's, he's not. You know, uh, if you look at his last four games, um, three out of those four, he's been a, a top ten quarterback in fantasy. So. Uh, um, you know, it, it's, no, well, I'm, yeah, I, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't need him. I need, I need Alvin Kamara to be Alvin Kamara. Well, I mean, look, I mean, who are you starting over? Kamara? So, so this is where I'm at, right? Let me start with my <laughs> running backs. I've got Javante Williams and Ronald uh, right. As of right now, I would start two at running back, two of the three of Kamara, Javante Williams and Ronald Jones. Okay. I mean, I, I I'm, I'm not getting cute here, and it's going to be Jones and, and Kamara. So now uh, the wide receivers I have in the line. What's the latest on Mike Evans? Is he? Uh, we still don't know yet. So this, this... I'm assuming he'll be back. Okay. They allowed, they allowed everybody back. Um, new, new world. Uh, yep. You know, their system, all that fun stuff, you know, because, you know, players never want to play. Um, so, uh, yeah, I assume he'll be back, and he'll be uh, – uh, wide receiver three type for me. So this is so who's the odd man out of this group, I guess is what it comes down to. Mike Evans, Hunter Renfro, Jamar Chase, Javante Williams. Mm. Mm. Um Yeah, it, it's I mean, I mean obviously it's not it's not Chase and and it's not um Renfro. So uh, it's probably Mike Williams. Mike, it, it, wait, you just made Mike Williams. I, it's I just Mike Evans or Javante Williams. Oh, 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 I don't know that Evans is a for sure thing. Um, okay. Um, so I, 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 I think there's, there's some questions still whether, whether he plays. Um, right. But if he plays is the play, question if he play, I'm asking. Yeah. I, if he plays, I'm probably going to go Mike. Evans because of his usage you may not so over Javante Williams you're saying yeah it may be one of those things where you don't watch the game 
you know, if, if you want to, because he's not going to be on the field until they get into the red zone. And I also think you're playing the Jets, so there's a lot of running going on. Um, but he's got a good chance to, to get a touchdown. The, the whole running back, uh, you know, Williams has a little, both Williams and, and Gordon are nicked up. Um, so that concerns me a little bit. All right. From Chris. Chris says, I assume I'm starting uh, Nick Chubb for sure and Stefan Diggs and Debo Samuel for sure. What that leaves me with is needing one wide receiver, one running back, and one flex from this group. Amon Ross St. Brown, Amari Cooper, Terry McLaurin, Josh Jacobs, Cordero Patterson, DeAndre Swift. So we're starting Josh Jacobs. Okay. <clears throat> we're going to start Cordero Patterson. Oh. I, I, I can't bench him. I know last week was bad. I, I do. But the matchup is is pretty darn good this week. Um You know, um, it's it's tough for me to bench him uh, um, this week, and and the wide receivers you have, I, I I'm probably going Amon St. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown. Okay, um, he's the hot hand. Uh, even with Boyle, you know, he was he was really good last week in, in a spot where a lot of people may have benched him because. Tim Boyle was so bad, the the one start he had before. But, I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown has been a, a top 12 guy for a month. Um, targets, catches, now getting in the end zone. I got. I would start him over Cooper. I'd start him over McLaren. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know how you trust anything right now with, with the Washington football team. From Steve, I've got the Eagles defense right now. If Lamar Jackson doesn't play, would you pick up the Rams defense? Uh, I still like the Eagles there. Um, the Rams have given up. I, it, it, it's tough. I The matchups are, are going to be really good. But, you know, I mean, it's not like Huntley and – I mean, I mean, let's call it what it is. I mean, Huntley and Johnson have done just as well as Lamar did for the three before Lamar got hurt, so – no, I, I'd still go with the Eagles. Paul and Lando, uh full PPR. I have Gronk and Ertz, and Gronk has stunk for the last two weeks. Do I keep starting him over Ertz? Yeah, it's a tough spot. I I, I, I have both of these guys as uh, top six um, tight ends this week. I still have Gronk at four. You know, it it, it you know with with the with the wide receivers the way they are. If you're if you want to start Ertz, I'm not I'm not mad at you, and I know you want me to pick one. And if I I'm always true to my I have Gronk at at, at five and Ertz at seven. Okay. Um, well, he said full PPR. He did say full PPR. Yes. Let's go Ertz in a full PPR. Okay. That, that, it's close enough. These rankings are half PPR, so full PPR. I'll, I'll go Ertz. Do you need to hone your computer skills to boost your career, or maybe you want an IT certification? CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need, and it's all tuition-free, from the basics to specialized training. We have the classes you need, from hardware to programming to cybersecurity, and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash training. Uh, still play Hollywood Brown in the flex or play one of this group, Tyler Boyd. 
Uh, Isaiah McKenzie, Elijah Moore, Tony Pollard, Donta Foreman. So the only one I'm going to start over him in, in the flex is, and I'm not, it's, it's a, you know, we're Thursday and games aren't until Sunday is if we get positive reports um, from Elijah Mitchell uh, today, he said Elijah Moore, not Elijah Mitchell. Oh, Elijah Moore. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, I can't trust him. Yeah. We're starting. With him. Okay. There you go. I'm, I'm sorry. My, my brain, I heard Elijah and it went to Mitchell because Moore's not on my radar right now. I know he may be back this week. Right. I don't know how much we trust him. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know why we would. I don't know why we would at all. And somebody brought this up. Who, who is the quarterback in DC on site? Is, is, is? I mean, again, we're in, we're in this funny, funny, you know, COVID land. Uh, right now, we think it's Heineke. Okay, all right. Um, we think it's and um, this only came. Know, I, this only came up because this was a generic question that I got from Steve, which was just. Can I trust Terry McLaurin this week? He's got it. I, 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 to me, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. I, you know, I mean, Heineke, Heineke uh, was terrible and didn't throw him the ball at all. And then in garbage time, you know, he got probably, a, you know, two, three catches the other night with Allen. I, I don't think it matters who the quarterback is. I, I'm not, I'm not. You know, he's probably about as low as I've had him this year. I just don't know in this week, based on what we've seen the last three weeks from the Washington football team, um, I don't know how we're how we're trusting McLaren that much. Um yeah. you know, I mean I have I mean I have McLaren right now at thirty. Yeah. I mean thirty. Yeah. I mean Terry, I mean this, this is a hell of a player, right? Yeah, I get it. I, mean, I, mean, I this get is it, a right. Heck of a player. Right. I got him at 30. I got I got Beckham Jr. over him. I can't stand Beckham Jr. in fantasy. <laughs> I understand, man. I understand. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. I completely get it. All right, uh, Paul, did you have anything, or are you unfortunately uh, championship-free this week? I am championship-free. I'm playing for third place. I think okay. I get my money back. Yeah, it's a, it's a matter. It does matter. Yes. It does matter. Um, it that's does money. Matter. It's real money. I mean, I could yeah. get it. Like, you're not, you don't feel like that way because you're not winning anything, but, like, not losing money is helpful, too. See, I had a bomb squad last week, and I was so excited, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get my hopes up, and then James Robinson gets yep. hurt, and Gronkowski does yep. nothing. So. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Um, yep. So start one out of these four. Uh, the the running back in Jacksonville. I, kn- I heard you pronounce his name, and I already Agumbawale. Dare Agumbawale. Let's just go Dare. Well, I also have DJ Moore, Kyle Pitts, or Devontae Parker. I like Pitts this week. Pitts? Uh, it, it, it doesn't matter if I don't get my money back. Whatever. No, I mean, stop. I you want to win. I mean, I mean, I, I just I look at the. I, I have no idea what to expect out of Dare, and they're playing the the Patriots, which is. Even let's put it this way: even if it was James Robinson, I may have James Robinson as low as I've ever had him this year. You know, in my rankings because of who they're playing. Right. So, uh, I, I look Pitts is involved. The only thing he's not doing is scoring touchdowns. Um, but he's he's probably good for you know ten targets and seven catches, maybe seventy plus yards. I think that's a good four uh, for you this week. All right, I'll, I'll go with it. KZ, anything else people need to know before their championship matchups this week? You know, I, I just I it just stay vigilant. I, I You know, it's really weird to be saying, you know, make sure you know who everybody's third string running backs are and and tight ends and things like that. Uh, Darren Waller probably not going to play, so Foster Monroe, Monroe 
gets another opportunity. I actually like him a little bit this week. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's a battle to the end. It's like no fantasy season we've ever been through. And keep on uh, adding people on your waiver wire, from your waiver wire. And if there are people, make stop making decisions hard. If there are people right now that you don't want to think about on Sunday, drop them and pick up somebody that's a, a backup for somebody that may get on the COVID list. Okay. <laughs> uh, seriously, I mean, if you're carrying two tight ends and and you're like, I mean, I'm not playing tight end X in the in the in the in the flex, then let's let's you know, no more two defenses. Pick your defense, get that going. Uh, pick your kicker, get that go, get get one kicker on your roster, and pick up, you know, pick up backups and third string guys because we don't know. Yep, that's the world we're living in. That's where we are. All right, at fans fantasy on Twitter is how you follow him. Ken, are you good to hang for a minute and do picks? Yeah, I, I, I I'm good for. Uh, you got about ten minutes. All right, we'll do our best to make it work in that time frame. Okay. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. If you are with us on video, you're going to need to refresh. Give us a minute, and then we'll be back with Glenn Clark Radio. If you're with us on audio, do nothing. Just give us a minute, and we'll be back with GCR. This has been the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Welcome into a Thursday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. Glenn Clark, Paul Valley, and joining us here at the top of the program from Parts Unknown, he is our buddy Ken Zalis, fresh off the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. We're going to start today's show because we only have KZ for a few minutes. We're going to get into this week's picks. I should first let you know, KZ, you are scheduled to be joining me for Project Game Day on Sunday, correct? Yeah, I, I, I plan on being there. You better be there. You better be there. Well, be there's real... only one thing that'll stop me, my friend, and you know what that uh, is. So. Well, let's see what happens. Anyway. Uh, Out of my control on that one. Project Game Day back this Sunday uh, for uh, the Baltimore-Los Angeles matchup. I'll be with you at halftime. KZ to join me post-game. It's all brought to you by Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Underdog Fantasy Football. You can join us every game day this season for Project Game Day, facebook.com slash pressboxsports, as well as youtube.com slash pressboxonline for both shows and postgame as well at pressboxonline.com slash radio. So there's, um, there was good news and bad news for me last week in picks. The good news was I retook first place by myself as I moved the game in front of Kyle Ottenheimer. The bad news is... KZ is also within a game of me now. KZ has closed the gap all the way to baying back within a game because KZ went 6-3 and three last week. John Proctor actually is not eliminated. He's seven games back after a 7-2 and two week, and Andrew Steck is also participating. 
Um, we have nine games to pick. We will pick the two college football playoff semifinals, and then we'll pick seven NFL games this week. And then we'll have one more full week of NFL games, uh, and we'll also pick the championship game next week, and then we'll have the NFL playoff games. So there's still a lot of time, still a lot of games, a lot of points to be had. A lot of things can change before this is over. Paul Valley, let's get to it. What I guess we're starting with the college football playoff games this week? Uh, yeah, so your first game, you have number four, Cincinnati, and number one, Alabama, tomorrow uh, at 3.30 on ESPN. Uh, Alabama favored by 13 and a half. I wouldn't care if it was 17 and a half. I don't know what the number would be. I, I like Cincinnati. I think they certainly belong there. But seeing what Alabama did against Georgia, like, come on, man. I, I don't know what the number would be that I wouldn't be picking Alabama in this game. Alabama. You know what? You can't make an omelet, right? Um, we're going to go Cincinnati. All right. I'm- Cash oh wait, wait, wait! Is that what he is that what he sent you? Because remember, we yes. got to go back to that. You That's can't, what he you can't change no, his picks. I'm giving, I'm giving exactly. All I'm right. giving exactly what his I said. exact words were. What the hell, Cincinnati? All right. Yeah, it was it. That was it. I was like, it's like nobody else is picking them. This is going to be a great opportunity for me to grab a point if somehow this game is close. Uh, I do like Cincinnati's defense for what it's worth. I mean, Alabama's Alabama, but let's see if we can tie it up. Uh, have you heard of Georgia's defense? I have. Okay. All right. Uh, Glenn, you and you're trying to keep KO at, at bay by picking his pick. You both took Alabama. Everybody yeah. else took Cincinnati. I have no idea what everybody else wow. is doing. I mean, my God! I thought for sure I was going to be able. I have no. It, have you guys heard of Alabama? <laughs> like, are you familiar with their work? <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Next. All right, you got number three Georgia Bulldogs. Number two Michigan Wolverines. That's seven thirty tomorrow night on ESPN. Georgia favored by seven and a half. Here's the issue. I know how Kyle picked this one. <laughs> like I know that yeah. Kyle picked Michigan in this game, but I still can't do it. Give me Georgia. Yeah, same thing. I, I took Georgia. All right, Stecka is with you guys on Georgia. No, oh, that's not great. <laughs> that's not a great, not great sign. News. You don't want him on your side. He's not good. All right, moving over to the NFL. Ravens need the Chiefs to do them a favor this weekend. You got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Cincinnati Bengals. Kansas City favored by five and a half. And I feel really stupid for, you know, continuing to ride Kansas City doesn't cover last week. Jesus. Um, It's in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. Five and a half. Five and a half. Damn, this is hard, actually. Kansas City's been blowing doors off recently. Uh, yeah, but then not against Cincinnati. All right, I, I'm going to buck my trend. I'm going to take Kansas City. I took Kansas City as well. I still think the Bengals are a fraud. Only, only team they've beaten in 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 a month is the Ravens. I hear you, but I don't think they're. I think a fraud. I'm not. Go, I'm not joining you there. But I, I, I hear what you're saying. All right, Stecka, lone wolf on Cincinnati. All right. Uh, your next game, you have the Miami Dolphins at the Tennessee Titans. Ravens also need a favor from the Titans there. Uh, Tennessee favored at home by three and a half. <sighs> you know, like if, speaking of frauds, everybody's having. There's been a, quite the conversation about Miami this week because the Ravens were the only team that had their quarterback and that looked right at the time, and they didn't when they played the game of all the teams they faced in this seven-game win streak. Tennessee, I, I mean, I I guess we accept that they're back, right, because of what they did a week ago, but I, I, don't, I don't know that. Um, what's the, the number's three and a half? Three and a half, Tennessee. Tennessee. Um, I hope this doesn't happen, but I took my end. Okay. Um, 
it's you and Proctor on Tennessee mm, Glenn. Mm, 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 All right, mm. next game. I don't he's know hot though hot. recently. That's, yeah, he's, he's hot. hot. He's yeah, hot. He's hot. I don't know who the Ravens need a favor from in this game. Uh, you have the Las Vegas Raiders at the Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis by six and a half. Well, oddly, you beat the Colts and lost the Raiders. So in right. a weird way. I think you want the Raiders to win. I don't know. But I if have you no have a idea. three-way tie. Yeah, dude, it's too complicated for me to try to figure yeah, this out right. right now. We'll deal with it next week. I mean, if the Raiders don't, if the Ravens don't beat the Rams, I don't know how much of this is going to end up mattering. Right. Um, what's the number seven? Six and a half. Six, six and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half Indianapolis. Um, Indianapolis. They're playing too well. Indianapolis. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, just give the ball 30 times to 10. Right. Indi- all right, Kyle, the lone wolf on oh, Vegas. That's interesting. That's interesting. All right, the Denver Broncos against the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers at home, favored by six. God, what is there to like about the Chargers at the moment? But there's nothing to like about the Broncos either. Give me the Chargers. Yeah, that's where I landed on this as well. It's like I, I, the Raiders, I know they won last week, but they were awful. Right. Like Broncos. And I I don't know what the heck to think of the Chargers anymore. Every time every time I think that they got something going, they, they throw up a game like they did last week. So, But third home, so Chargers. KO, lone wolf on the Broncos. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This could be. This could yeah, be. right? Upheaval. Upheaval. <laughs> Uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Dallas. You know what I've noticed, though? Anytime somebody's been a lone wolf twice in the same week, they normally get one and lose the other. Get one. Yeah, yeah right? Normally the way it goes. Uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas by five and a half. I mean, there's no reason. Here's – this is – I'm not even – I'm going to go with Arizona here. And the, this is the reason I'm going to do it. Because what I learned from my years covering the Cardinals was whatever you think they're going to do, bet the opposite. So now that we assume that they've fallen back to earth and that they just can't be all that good without DeAndre Hopkins, I'm jumping back on board. And I get it. The Cowboys scored a billion points last week. Everything says bet the Cowboys in this game, which is exactly why I have to bet the Cardinals. As did I. Because I I think this number is inflated. I think it's probably a more should be a three point game with these two teams. And because they scored eighty points last week, everybody's gonna jump on the Cowboys. And that's when the Cowboys seem to throw in a stinker as well. I'll take Zona. All right, you guys are joined by Kyle on that Arizona. Mm, interesting. Ship. Interesting. All right, Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay favored by six and a half. Green Bay. Don't feel like I need to say all that much. Yeah, I'm not, not, not going to. Although, you know what's weird about that? We said this last week, and, you know, it didn't work well, out, it was right? Fine. It was fine until, like, the but, last th- But it's part of the story with them at this point. I know. Like, we have I to acknowledge know. that about Green Bay. I bumped them out of the number one spot in power rankings because I'm just like, look, they, I, I know Aaron Rodgers is going to be MVP, and, you know, we're going to let him keep saying whatever nonsense he wants to say because he's really good at football. But, like, there is no – they have had no business being as close in these last couple of games as they were. No business. But, yeah, I'm still not – I'm still not going to pick the Vikings. Yeah, I'm going to take Green Bay as well. Uh, Stecka, lone wolf on Minnesota. All right. Would Aaron Rodgers be the oldest back-to-back MVP winner? I would 
I would assume, but I don't I, know. I, 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 would have to assume. Assume. Yeah, I would assume. All right, and finally, the Los Angeles Rams come to Baltimore to take on our Ravens. Rams favored by three and a half at the bank. Um, I mean, look, I'd like to get cute here, but I can't. The Rams. Man. How, I, either vague, it's a weird line for me because I think it was, this line didn't move when they moved the game time. Like it was always three and a half, right? Well, I thought that was a low number to begin with, though. That's what I mean. I, I thought it was really low. I mean, I, I don't, I don't get it. Um, I, I, but you can't, I mean, against that passing offense, you can't beat the Ravens. So. I mean, you've seen the Ravens secondary? My God. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, my you God. You can't. You can't so. All right. That's a clean sweep. Nobody yeah. took the Ravens. I mean, we've, we've all seen the secondary. That's the yeah. reality. Hey, KZ, tell me about underdog fantasy football real quick. Uh, underdog fantasy. Uh, go to uh, at underdog fantasy on uh, Twitter, uh, underdogfantasy.com on your computer. Uh, lots of fun. Uh, lots of uh, player parlay, player parlays, uh, two to five picks. You hit all five, you can uh, win up to twenty times your money. You hit two, you can win three times your money. Uh, you can not only do uh, NFL but NBA, uh, NHL is back. I did one on uh, the uh, Premier League soccer the other day, which did not go well. Um, but uh, and and MLB, I'm looking forward to that when that that comes back. But uh, Put in a put in your first deposit right now. Go right now. Put in your first deposit, up to a hundred dollars. Use the code PressBox, and uh, you'll get that hundred dollars matched. It's a dollar for dollar match up to your first one hundred dollar deposit. It's a load of fun. You can also do uh, over unders. You can do uh, drafts every single week. And as I mentioned last week, Glenn, you'll be happy to know. I'm now up to three best ball drafts. Ah, oh, good. That's that's a totally normal behavior from a human being. Just <laughs> super normal stuff that you're doing there. All right. Underdog Fantasy, uh, download the app. AKZ, hey, uh, appreciate you all season long with the uh, fantasy show and and doing picks. We'll, we'll, what we'll do is we'll just call you next week maybe for picks, and uh, that way all, whatever weirdos are still playing fantasy football in week 17, you can tell them what they need to know. So we'll do something like that for next week, all right? I just tell them to stop. Yeah, correct. Don't do yeah. that. Well, I mean, but, pe- but people might be playing underdog, for example. I know, so, I know. And I so know. We'll, we'll, we'll cover whatever needs to be covered, and we'll make picks with you next week. All right, pal, appreciate you. Have uh, safe travels, all right? Okay, thanks, guys. Ken Zalis uh, joining us here on GCR for picks, and, of course, he was with us for the Press Box Fantasy Football Show this morning. And if you missed it, that's it. That's the last one, final Press Box Fantasy Football Show of the year. We've been doing it all season long. Brought to you by CCBC, Glory Days Grill, and the Maryland Department of Transportation. If you missed it, if you didn't get the memo that we were doing it at 10 a.m. and you were expecting it at 11.30, the good news is you can still go back and, and watch at uh, facebook.com slash pressboxsports or youtube.com slash pressboxonline, and we'll get it posted a little bit later on today as well in the archives, or archives, um, for those of you that missed it, but that was the final Pressbox Fantasy Football Show of 2021. The wife cannot roll her R's. She cannot That's a do weird it. bit. You know what? It was a problem for me when I was uh, I I played. What was I when I was a kid? I was a I was a clarinetter. Clarinetter. Okay. Yeah, I was a clarinetter. And then somewhere in high school, I was like, you know what's really weird? Chicks don't dig clarinetters. <laughs> like they're not super into clarinetists. They do, so dig, said, they do dig the flute though, according to American Pie. Well, right. Yeah. No, I said uh, I'm a. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm gonna I'm gonna try the drums. Chicks seem to be more into the drums, yeah. right? Backbone of the band. Yeah, right. It's a big. It's an important thing. So I go back and uh, I and one day I announced in band class. I'm like, I'm not gonna clarinet anymore. And they were like, What? I'm like, I'm gonna do this now. And they were like, It doesn't really work that way. And I'm like, Well, watch me. <laughs> watch me. I'm gonna walk to the back of the room. They're like, All right, I guess this is what's happening now. <laughs> and so they were like, Well, you can bang the bass drum, and like, we'll we'll see if we can't get you figured out until you know we're comfortable with you doing real things. And I was like, All right, yeah, I go back there. I'm banging the bass drum. I'm killing it. The old the 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 cymbals. I can do the cymbals, man. I can make that happen. The triangle. I'm all over it, right? And I'd even taught myself how to play the piano so I could actually do the xylophone quite well, right? Like, I was like, oh, crap, show me where the C key is. I'm good, you know, like, I can do this. It's piano. I can handle this. And then they were like, all right, it's time for you to learn the snare drum. And I was like, all right, this is the last piece, and then I'm going to become a drummer, right? Then I'm going to go home, I'm going to buy a drum kit, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be Neil Peart. I'm going to be Carter Beaufort. I'm going to be that guy. Dave Grohl, once upon a time, a, a quite famous drummer. And I couldn't roll. I couldn't do a drum roll. Because uh, I couldn't loosen my wrists to do a drum. And everybody just kept looking at me. And I was like, well, how do you do it? And, like, all they could tell me was, do it. Like, <laughs> they couldn't give me, like, a, they were like, just just do it. And I'm like, I'm trying to. <laughs> I, it's I not working. I was, it was so awkward. It was so, like, I'm like, mm, it just, I could not just, for the life of me, do a drum roll. I couldn't do it. And I realized, like. I can't be a drummer because of this. I can't, like, it just, it, it came off very awkward. I couldn't just, even still to this day, I can't, like, make the motion that you would be required for you to, to do a drum roll on a snare drum. See, I, we were talking yesterday about how I, I fancy myself an athletic guy. Mm, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, big time. But I, I can't do the... Doing one thing with my left foot while doing something, or with my right foot while doing something else with ah, my with my right. I feel hand. sorry like, for your wife then. <laughs> I feel very no <laughs> no feet are incorporated <laughs> no, there. Real real uh, lack of experimentation. I'm gonna no, but, but but like like my my brain can't get one half of my body to do something in a different motion than the other half of my body. It's yeah, the same right? reason like why I can't play guitar is I can't move my pinky finger without also moving my ring finger. Interesting. Very like interesting. It, it, they're, they're just connected. Very, you know? Again, feel I just feel terrible for Mrs. Valley. It's just uh, unfortunate. Yeah, You've got she, other redeeming qualities she, though. She so. doesn't feel terrible terrible <laughs> for herself. So um. Anyway, yeah. I mean, that's that's weird that you can't. Really, it's a it's a weird thing. I don't know. Yeah. I, I actually had to teach myself how to roll my R's by. The, uh, I learned from the "Give It Away" song by. Uh, okay. By, by Red, Red Hot, Hot Chili, Chili Peppers. Peppers. Like, give it away. Yeah. That's how I learned how to roll my R's. Got to got to give it to your mama. Uh, that's <laughs> a weird thing to say out loud. If I'm being honest with you. Um, okay, so, yeah, we talked about it on the Fantasy Show, but for those of you that didn't join us at the Fantasy Show this morning, maybe you're catching up a little bit later on in the day. If you're with us on video, you will see that Paul and I are wearing masks today, and that's not something we normally do. You might be concerned. I'm telling you at the moment, neither one of us has tested positive for COVID. Neither one of us has any symptoms of COVID. This is simply, the words are, abundance of caution. Abundance of caution are the words that we are using that's it. That's all we're telling, you know, that, that's it. Just an abundance of caution. We are living in an interesting time at the moment. And um, unfortunately, it seems to be getting worse, not better. So abundance of caution. If it is impacting anything you hear, I hope that for the most part it is not. But if it is, we apologize. Uh, we're hoping that this won't be something that we'll have to do much more moving forward, that this will be a one-time thing 
doing this the way that we're doing it today. So uh, please bear with us for today's show. Coming up on the program, uh, Le'Ron McClain is going to join us. It's been a long time since I caught up with Le'Ron, former uh, Ravens fullback, of course, um, all-pro, and he's a podcaster now. He's doing a, a podcast about football and the Ravens. We're going to talk to him about that. Uh, also, we're going to check in with Senator Justin Reedy, bring that back. Senator's suggestions ahead of tomorrow's college football playoff semifinals. And um, Drew Forrester will check in with us for whatever, uh, I don't know, reason. But we'll do that because it's on the schedule for the week, and so we'll check in with Drew before the show is over. Uh, quickly, just to cover these things before we take the break, I, I said this on the fantasy show today. I'm going to say it again here. We've all seen the video. I, I'm not going to do any more video dissection. Dice, dissection? How do you say that? Dissection. Dissection or dissection? I think it's dissection. Are you sure? Is it like Detroit or Detroit? But I know it's you're going to dissect a video, mm-hmm. but is it if it's a noun, is it dissection? Dissection. Or dissection? Di- di- dissection. I think it's dissection. Rural, rural. I don't know, man. It sounds right, but I don't... All right, whatever. And the moral of the story is... Um, you guys are really overreacting to what you're seeing in a Wednesday practice. And I, I use specifically the, like, pain. The, like, there are things that you would be willing to do for a football game that you're not going to do to go out and, and, and walk through a practice. Um, and I'm not saying that means that Lamar Jackson is definitely going to be 100% or definitely won't be impacted if he plays on Sunday. I'm just – it's the reminder of this is the constant – we want to know. I want to know now, Daddy. I want to know now. Everything we we just live. We might not know until Sunday again. It's just the reality of the circumstances. And overreacting to one video as if it's a definite answer. I can't swear to you that Lamar Jackson is going to play on Sunday. I can't swear to you that if he plays, he's going to be fine. Or that he's not going to be impacted. But we have to remember that we don't know more than we, or we don't know as much as we think we do. And it was alarming to me how much people were talking about these, this video. And it wasn't just Jamison Hensley's video, another uh, reporter or two. By the way, I, it was that was more than typically you're allowed to watch as reporters, or at least you were in the past. In the past, they would let you watch, like, special teams practice, and that was it. And they were like, get the F out of here. Um, that, that there are things that players will do to prepare themselves for a football game that they ain't going to do on a Wednesday. It ain't going to happen. Well, and are we to assume this is the first time he's tried to run on it? Or, I mean, I mean, because it's, it could be one of those things. And again, I'm not an expert. I've just had right. ankle injuries in the past where it hurts to initially. Right. But the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it, the less yeah. it hurts there's, and the less you limp. There's, it, there's a, and again, pain, pain medication can do a lot for that, mm-hmm. right? And... I, Again, I'm not trying to tell you that it'll be magical that he'll take a shot on Sunday morning and holy crap, he's Lamar Jackson again. But just bear in mind, he wouldn't be doing that for a Wednesday practice. There are things that you will do to play a football game that you won't do to go out and stand behind a center on a Wednesday and remind everybody that you exist. So it's just not, it ain't worth the overwhelming overreaction that we're giving it. It just ain't. I, I, we gotta. You, you're gonna have to keep waiting for your answer. We just we have no patience as a society, and so we don't want that. Um, obviously, if you're a Maryland fan, that was a fun day yesterday, and then putting up 54 points in a bowl game, especially because it was Virginia Tech, and you know, there's a little bit of an ACC thing, and you probably know Virginia Tech fans in your life, so you probably enjoyed it. 
Please bear in mind that was a wildly depleted Virginia Tech roster that wasn't good to begin with this season and lost a bunch of players and had COVID issues and the whole thing. Um, that's part of the story. It doesn't mean you shouldn't enjoy it if you're a Maryland fan. It doesn't mean it wasn't fun to watch. It was a lot of fun to watch. But just keep it all in mind as context about where Maryland is. There are still a lot of steps. Beating Virginia Tech 54-10 to 10 in a bowl game needs it's like when randy edsel went to penn state and won a game a few years ago went to michigan and won a, few, a game a few years ago because it was the names penn state and michigan we, we made a big deal about it and those weren't good penn state or michigan teams they just weren't good and it doesn't mean that they didn't mean anything it means something you just have to find the context for it that was a a fun day for Maryland fans yesterday it was a neat thing and it was something that a fan base can feel good about and and buy into and Maryland needs to build from that and that can't be their high water mark it has to be a building block moving forward so it was still a hell of a lot of fun to watch uh, everything we're seeing says that they're headed in the right direction right that five and 12 that his in Loxley's first two seasons they win seven games this year two is coming I'm mean, not two Ty is coming back Talia, ne- yeah. is coming back next year Dante Demas is coming back next year the defense looks fairly solid they're not going to beat Michigan and Ohio State and those teams, but but that's that like the problem. At some point, they've got to be competitive in right. those games. At the, the next step has got to include you don't get your ass handed to you when right. you play teams like that. That I feel you like are they're headed there. I hope so. I hope that's the case. But they got to prove that, right? Right? Like they have to prove that, and they still have to win these other games that they play. Right? Like they've got to prove, or else it's going to feel sort of like. What I worry it might be, which is that there's always going to be a cap to what Maryland football can do, mm-hmm. and particularly playing in that division. But hopefully that's not the case, and hopefully they take those next steps. And unquestionably, it was a lot of fun sitting around watching a football game yesterday. We just have to remember, keep it all in context. Don't make yourself believe that Virginia Tech is a national power, and you just uh, kick the crap out of a nationally powerful team, and this is proof that it was a bad team that was decimated on top of it. That's what you beat, and that's good. They that did you, what they were supposed to exactly do. Exactly right. That's exactly what you should do against a team like that. That's a good thing, and it was a fun thing to sit around and watch, and high fives all around. There was no better way you could spend a Wednesday afternoon than sitting around watching Maryland score 54 points. Fun, 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 fun all around, but just context for all of it. That's all. All right, uh, we wind down hour number one of today's show. It's been brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One, full synthetic motor oil, helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. We come back in. Leron McLean will join us next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. The latest issue of Press Box is available now, and it's our very special annual Best of Issue on the cover. We celebrate Justin Tucker as our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year, honoring his historic on-field achievements, but also the unprecedented relationship he shared with Baltimore. Inside, we recognize the top people, performances, and moments of 2021, including Cedric Mullen's incredible season and the dominance of local Paralympic athletes. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. 
Glory Days Grill's winter seasonal menu is back with comfort classics like their house-made meatloaf and short rib grilled cheese. It also features the center-cut sirloin with grilled shrimp, the char-grilled pork tenderloin, grilled meatloaf sandwich, smoky thigh wings with Alabama barbecue sauce, and a Brussels and bacon appetizer. All of these items pair well with Devil's Backbone 8-point IPA or their anniversary IPA brewed by Devil's Backbone. And try their seasonal cocktails, Blood Orange Bourbon Cider, Apple Ginger Mule, and Captain's Hot Cider. Find out more and get your order in today at glorydaysgrill.com. Great food, good sports. Window Depot Baltimore provides the highest quality Pro-Via windows, doors, and siding for all budgets. The best is finally affordable. Call them today for a free in-home consultation at 410-941-3499. They also offer Zoom and FaceTime consultations in an effort to practice social distancing. A proud sponsor of the Tyus Bowser Show, you can find out more at windowdepotbaltimore.com. I've driven my tractor trailer millions of miles, and I've seen it all. The next time you change lanes when driving, remember, because of the sheer weight and size of my truck, I'm not able to stop quickly if you cut me off and brake suddenly. One wrong decision could change our lives forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. Looking for a simple holiday meal? Try Chick-fil-A Catering. From Chick-fil-A nuggets to mac and cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer Day. We can't imagine why you'd want to, but you can watch GCR live. It's at facebook.com slash pressboxsports and try to guess whether these guys are wearing any pants. I keep using words like last chance or final days, but like this is it. Today, tomorrow, the final opportunity for you to take advantage of this offer from Window Nation. 50% off all style windows or a house of windows for just $99 a month. It's cold. Energy bills have gone up. This is it. This is your last chance to take advantage of these deals from Window Nation, 866-90-NATION, or windownation.com in order to find out more. This is your, this is the last stop, as the Dave Matthews Band said once upon a time. This is your final chance here in the final two days of 2021. All right, uh, back in here on GCR. A couple of people have gotten in. Let me respond to them quickly from Dave. Uh, Dave says, uh, Glenn, regarding the Lamar Jackson video, don't at some point the Ravens have the responsibility to say, we're not going to put a guy out there that clearly isn't 100%. Oh, if one or more of you says 100%, I swear to Christ. Don't they have they're not gonna put a guy out there who's not clearly one is clearly not one hundred percent. I feel as though at this point you are risking something more significant. Won't everybody be looking to tee off on Lamar? They're gonna try to tee off on. Hi, hi. Let's do this. Remember a week ago when we were talking about Aaron Rodgers' toe and we said, "Well, why wouldn't they just go try to step on Aaron Rodgers' toe during the course of the game?" 
what you're what you're alleged what you're alluding to is the idea that someone might take a cheap shot because they feel like Lamar Jackson's wounded and they can put old Yeller down or something like that. Do you do you do you hear the words that you're saying or do you see the words that you're saying as you're forming them? Every quarterback that plays is at risk of someone trying to get to them. Now, I know that there was an era of the NFL where legitimately there were football players out there who were told that their job was to go try to injure the opposing quarterback. And some of that mindset still permeates to this day. And every now and then, you do wonder about something that you see and if somebody's a dirty player or a cheap shot artist or something along those lines. But for the most part, what the NFL has become is you're going to go try to tackle that player. Lamar Jackson, because people saw a video of him and he, he looked like he was limping, is at no greater risk of someone attempting to tee off on him than if he didn't have a video that was circulating. Well, if the player, if a defensive player has an opportunity to hit a quarterback, you know what they do? They hit the quarterback. Let me let me ask you a question. Alex Smith, he came back from that gruesome leg injury last year, right? And the, the, yes, the, the, the Washington football team is playing the Rams. And Aaron Donald, at one point, jumped on his back. And, and he was on the sideline and he said, boy, I put all my weight on him. And that leg seemed fine to me. I didn't know if that was him saying, I was trying to test the no, leg. No, he's playing football. He, he, he jumped on his back and sat on his back while he was still standing there. Okay. So I I don't know I don't I'm not saying that I don't Aaron understand Do- what you're saying. I'm not saying that Aaron Donald is a dirty player. I'm questioning is he a dirty player? Is this something that I'm I'm a, I guess you didn't see what I saw. I don't I don't I I I don't remember it. I mean I'm I'm sure I saw it, but I, I what was the scenario? What So they they were he the he had the ball and I think he was going for he was going for a sack. Uh-huh. And I think Smith got rid of the ball right before he got hit and then Donald jumped on his back and he just sat there on his back. I mean sat there. That's the part that I'm not I'm So he by. he jumped he put his whole body on because he his wouldn't back. come down, right? Because right. he stayed up. Yeah, right. correct. It, he was he was off the ground on Alex Smith's yeah, back. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it again right now because Alex Smith didn't go down. Right. Like that's. But it, then what? Well, he I don't said understand on, what's the dirty part of that. What, what, what he said on the sideline was it seemed like he was trying to test the leg to see how strong it was, because what he said on the sideline was I put all my weight on him. That leg seemed strong to me. Or it just happened to be that that was the the hit that he was able to make was to try to bring him down and. He acknowledged the fact that, my God, I put all of my weight on the dude and he didn't go down. I think his leg is fine. Okay. okay. Like, I don't know what about that. Is, it, I, I, I don't remember anybody reacting to that and thinking that it was dirty. Neither, neither I do just, I. I don't remember that it in was just, And in watching it again, it absolutely does not come off as dirty in any way. I mean, it just looks like you're trying to bring right. a guy down. The, and, it was just a comment that I heard him yeah. say on the sideline, and I was, I guess I'm speculating but not trying to speculate. I just wanted to get your opinion on it because, honestly, I don't think there are many dirty players in the league. There are some. There are some players I think, that, that I think there are things that we see people do that we assume are dirty, and that like it, sometimes we just forget this is a violent effing game that people are playing. Right. And I'm not saying that it means it's impossible that there aren't guys that aren't doing things that are quote unquote dirty, but it's a violent game, football, mm-hmm. and we are asking. And I've talked about this over and over again. We're asking guys to make split decisions in in the manner of nanoseconds, right? An offensive player starts going down. 
you're going to make a play. All of a sudden, that player is going down. You're both moving at very fast speeds, and you're being asked to alter the way that you do something. Now, I get it. This isn't me bitching about flags or things along those lines. I understand the NFL saying, sorry, that's it, on you. You're going to have to do it this way because we're going to choose to protect players as much as we mm-hmm. possibly can. And I get that. I understand why the NFL wants to do that. And in times, do I think there are flags that are thrown that I'm, I'm like, this sucks. I don't want it to be the case. But I, I always sort of err on the idea of I want there to be caution. But for, for the most part, that era of football is over. But it's, what I'm going to come back to is even if, even if a dirty player exists, the notion that they're more likely to target Lamar Jackson because they see a video of him in practice on Wednesday than they would if they just had an opportunity against a healthy Lamar Jackson is absurd. That's an absurd premise. If you're a dirty football player, in fact, I would argue you're more likely to target him if he's healthy. Because maybe you think if you see him limping around, you don't have to. Maybe you would say to yourself, he's already limited. We don't have to worry about trying to limit him. My God, like this notion that somebody's going to be more inclined to do their job or whatever it is they do because of what they see, it, it's it goes back to us just saying things for the sake of saying them. We just say anything. Like, we'll just throw something out there and just, let's just say it. Defenders are going to want to knock Lamar Jackson to the ground, whether they saw a video of him limping or whether they think that he's Lamar Jackson, 100%. Defenders are going to want to do everything in their power. Now, the other part of the question that is more relevant is, At what extent is Lamar Jackson limited? The 100% thing, get the F out of here. That's not a thing in December in the NFL. It's not a thing anytime, anywhere. There is no, as I said a billion times, we're taking a video game concept of knowing what someone's percentage health is and pretending like we can know that. There is no way to know what someone's percentage health is. I've said this a billion times. I'll keep saying it. The Ravens will make a decision this week. They and Lamar Jackson and their medical staff together will decide if Lamar Jackson can play an NFL football game on Sunday. And if he can, he will. And if he can't, he won't. When we try to do these things, well, if he's at 70%, but Tyler Huntley's back, they don't, there is no percentage. And Lamar Jackson is the quarterback. So it will begin. With this question, can Lamar Jackson play? If he can, there is no follow-up to that. If they decide together that he can play an NFL game, then he's going to play. And you can say things like, well, what if he doesn't have the insane burst or the insane... That'll all go into the conversation about whether or not he can play. They will work together... And think about all those things. And if they believe that he is seriously hampered, then you know what they're probably going to say? He can't play. We overthink these things because we think it makes us sound smart. It is not that complicated. The conversation will be Lamar, the Ravens coaching staff, their front office, their doctors will all get together. They'll say to Lamar, you think he can do this? He'll give his opinion. They'll talk to the doctors. Doctors will give their opinion. And if everybody's in agreement, he'll play or he won't. And that's the end of it. 
And is there a world in which maybe he isn't fully Lamar Jackson, but he's still capable of doing enough things that he can play in an NFL game? Yes, there is the possibility of that. And when you say, well, that's what I mean when I say 90%, you don't know what percentage that is. You have no clue. You're just saying things. It's what we do in this society, in the Twitter world. We just say anything. Say we're all John Cusack. We're all Lloyd Dobler standing out with our boom boxes. We just say anything. We all watch the video. We all saw the same thing. Nobody is more of an expert than somebody else. And it might very well be that part of it is they're going to give him a shot on Sunday morning. They're going to test him before the game. And if he's not moving better than he moved in that video on Wednesday, then maybe they'll say, no, we can't do this. But you might not know that till Sunday morning until he takes the shot and see how he responds to it. It's the percentage thing. God, we, it's, I know it makes us feel like we're, we're smart people, but we're, we're, it's the opposite of that. It proves how dumb we are. From uh, Craig. Craig gets in and says, uh, Glenn, you guys were talking about who to root for earlier. Does it not feel sort of like loser talk to be talking about how to root in other games? I, I know what you're trying to say, Craig. And in a weird way, it's sort of the reason why I responded the way that I did about the, whatever the, the, the Colts-Raiders game was. was like, God, none of this really matters if the Ravens lose, right? Like, mm-hmm. you're all talking about all these other scenarios. If the Ravens lose, it's irrelevant. So to some extent, what you're saying is true, right? Like, I, I, would, I will care more about this, what happens in other games, if the Ravens beat the Rams. I don't know. I have to look at the schedule for Sunday and see who's playing when. If the Ravens beat the Rams at 1 o'clock. Yeah, all these games that matter are basically at 1 o'clock. Yeah, Except for the Chargers, I think. Uh, no, the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers are the only 4 o'clock game. Um. So, yeah, yeah, sure. If the Ravens beat the Rams on Sunday at 1, then you can tell me about how we should all be Bron- Broncos fans at that point. Of course, the Chargers being the one team the Ravens have a tiebreaker over if it ends up being head-to-head. But if that, if that game goes the Ravens' way, then we'll talk about it. If the Ravens lose, you're going to be hard-pressed to get me to give a rat's ass about what happens in the Chargers right. game. I'm mean, way more inclined to root for uh, the fact that I bet I just pick the Chargers – and so I'm, I'm better off if I want to win a little bit of money to, to have the Chargers win. If the Ravens lose, I, I, you're, what you're saying, the loser talk concept, I get it. I'm not as hard-ass about it as you are. Like, I, I, I get why people would say, hey, the better result for the Ravens is that the, the Bengals lose this game because it keeps them alive in the division race. It's extraordinarily unlikely, but it does keep them alive. If the Bengals lose that game, but if the Ravens don't win, irrelevant. See, it's 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 loser talk if the Ravens are on the outside looking in because they've just underperformed. It's not loser talk when your team has no business being there to begin with, and you're looking for any way possible to get. I mean, the 2011 Giants won the freaking Super Bowl, and they were the they were I, like, I get it. you know I get, what I mean? Like, I, I get, I completely understand what you're saying, and I'm not. I, I, that's why I don't like I don't like the thought I don't like describing it as loser talk. But I think from a fan's perspective, I completely under, I own these things only matter to me if the Ravens win a game. You're right. The, if the Ravens lose, I just I'm not 
sitting here and telling me I should be like rooting like hell for the Broncos. Like, stop it, man. Like, chances are, even when, even when and if the Ravens do get in, they're not going anywhere. I understand that, but I'm still, I still, I said a million times, I still prefer them to get in. Right, that's what I'm but saying. But I'm going to feel that more if they win a game. Right. If they lose a fifth straight game, me sitting here and embracing the idea of rooting for other teams, you're, it's, you're really hard-pressed to get me to do that. For, for like, me, at this point, it's just a pride in your franchise type of thing because I know the Ravens aren't winning the Super Bowl. I know they're probably not winning a game in the playoffs. It's just you want to get in the playoffs. I, I, I agree. I have no problem with that thought. It's just about this specific thing when you say you should be rooting for these other teams. That's what he's alluding to. I the idea it. of rooting for other teams is something that I'm more inclined to do mm-hmm. if the Ravens win a football game. Oh, Sunday. I get it. All of a sudden, I'm like, okay, let's talk. Yeah, let's go Broncos. Let's let's ruin the Chargers. Let's make sure that like that I'm more inclined to have that conversation if the Ravens win a game. If the Ravens lose, you just it's very difficult to get me suddenly to embrace. You know, ah, we got to root like hell for this. Unless it presents you a win-and-in scenario against the Steelers in Week 18. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right. Um, sorry, don't know what the story is. Le'Ron McClain, uh, it's a bummer. Hopefully we can chat with him another time. Um, we'll see. We'll see how that all plays out. Today's show also brought to you by your Baltimore area Chick-fil-A restaurants. You're looking for a simple meal for tomorrow night. New Year's Eve. I've told you before, my cousin a few years ago on New Year's Eve was like, I'm doing chicken and waffles. I'm like, wow, that sounds great. And he showed up with Chick-fil-A nuggets and mini Eggo waffles. And I was like, man, this is such a, you know, like somebody would say this is the broke version of chicken and waffles, but it was amazing. My God, it was such a perfect little appetizer, little uh, horse d'oeuvre to have out for everybody to enjoy on New Year's Eve. I was like, man, you are on another, just on another level. You're, you're, that's, that's brilliant. That's genius. From Chick-fil-A nuggets to mac and cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details. Let's preview the college football playoff with our buddy Senator Justin Reedy next. Glenn Clark Radio. Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. This is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit MDGambling help.org that first sip that first bite mm. start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at royal farms choose from a fantastic selection of fresh royal farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world at royal farms breakfast is available day and night it's the freshest breakfast in the world real fresh real fast royal farms Hey, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. Cold weather has arrived, and that means one thing, higher energy bills. But the good news is that Window Nation is here to help. For a limited time, get 50% off all style windows, bays, bows, double hung, and sliders, plus a house of windows for only $99 a month. Rising natural gas prices are affecting everyone, but new Window Nation windows can help. Get 50% off any style window and a house of windows for only 
only $99 a month. Call Window Nation today at 866-90NATION or go online at windownation.com. That's December only. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. From all of the biggest games to the smallest events, make every bet worth your while at MyBookie. Start by doubling your first deposit instantly with MyBookie's first deposit bonus up to $1,000. Double your money before you even place a bet, and all you have to do is sign up and deposit using the exclusive promo code PRESSBOX at MyBookie.ag. If your first deposit is $100, MyBookie adds $100 so you can start with $200 to play with. If your first deposit is $1,000, MyBookie adds $1,000 so you can start with $2,000 to play with. With tons of great games and prop bets to take advantage of this week, there is truly something for everyone. Don't wait any longer. Head to MyBookie today to redeem your double deposit bonus so you can start winning big today. That's promo code PRESSBOX to receive double your first deposit instantly in your account. No hassle, no wait. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Duffy's Garage is a family-owned and operated car care facility in beautiful Baldwin, Maryland. An authorized Maryland inspection station and Napa Pro Care Center with ASE certified techs. Tell them that Glenn Clark sent you and receive 10% off your service with a max discount of $150. You gotta trust where you take your car, so take it to where I take mine. Duffy's Garage in Baldwin. Duffy'sGarageMD.com Stay tuned. Your chance to win a million dollars is coming up. Probably not from us. You're listening to Glenn Clark Radio. All right, back in here on GCR, a Thursday edition of the program. Uh, no GCR tomorrow. It is a company holiday, so we will be off. No bat around on Saturday because it's an actual holiday. Although you guys are going to do a, a like an online thing. Um, that's the story for Saturday. You guys, yeah, are gonna... we're we're going to do a little thirty minute hit just to talk a little bit about some baseball. All right, so um, you can look forward to that on uh, Saturday morning on Pressbox's Facebook page, facebook.com slash Sports. Um, so that's there's that, and then um, we'll be back with Project Game Day on Sunday, and then back to a normal schedule next week for GCR. Today's show. Also brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. It's been a weird day, man. Been a weird, just a lot. I'm starting to think that maybe we could have just... Uh, Pulled the plug on this one. <laughs> We'd have had to do the fantasy show no matter what. We would have had to do that for sure. But um, just the, the way things are going, the way things are. From um, this is one I've been sitting on from Andrew for actually for a couple days. Andrew said, uh, "Glenn, I know you guys did your best of issue of press. Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate you reminding everybody. We did do a best of issue of press box." Which is available right now for free at your neighborhood Royal Farms and the hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox. Or read it all at uh, PressBoxOnline.com slash bestof. We honor Justin Tucker as our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year. You can go get that right now. Andrew says, I know you did a best of issue. Here's my question. If somebody brings up 2021 to you 10 years from now, is there anything you will particularly remember about the year specifically be it in sports or otherwise. My wedding. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, you definitely have something. That's a great <laughs> point. I, I might remember your wedding. Um, in 10 years? I'm trying to think if I remember anything specifically about 2011. Um, 
Yeah, it's a it's a really funny thing. Probably not. Probably, in fairness, I think at a certain age, like to remember what happened in a certain year. I think, for example, in ten years, we're all gonna remember twenty twenty because we're all gonna remember twenty twenty as the year the world stopped, right? Like, so we'll always have that. And in a weird way, that'll probably make us remember twenty twenty one a bit more because it'll give us more of a frame of reference, right? Like, we'll remember that twenty twenty was the year the world stopped, so that will require us to remember that twenty twenty one was the year where like we tried to make the world start again. And struggled a little bit in that department. Like in that way, I think we'll like we'll have some reflections of 2021 because of it. But <clears throat> yeah, we're not going to have serious reflections of it. Paul it will certainly be. And I, by the way, like I I got married in 2014. I remember other things about 2014 better because I have that connection to it mm-hmm. I, I remember that i got married in 2014 and so that allows me to remember more of the year as a whole it rem- i also got the the, uh, the radio station ended in 2014 right like i have more of a uh, connotation the orioles were good the orioles were, were quite good in 2014 i i nearly had to skip my the same cut co- the same cousin that um that made the uh, the chicken and waffles i was just telling you about i nearly had to skip his wedding because I was going to be, I had booked flights, and I was going to, this is not a joke, for the, if the three games had been in San Francisco um, for the World Series, I had already booked a flight because a girl that I used to date lived in San Francisco, and she was like, you can come out, like, stay with us, and my company will be able to get tickets for one of the games, then I was willing to buy, like, doing all the math with the money that I had, I was like, I can buy one game's worth of tickets, and then the other game, we legitimately were going to go sit in the water on a boat. Mm-hmm. Like, this is we had plans for if the World Series was in San Francisco for, for, for whatever game. Would it have been three games there and two games? Maybe, I, whatever the math would have been. We, I think it would have been a week. I think it would have been the games. Because that was still when they were doing the, the All Star game, right? That was still when the All Star game determined home field advantage yes. in the World Series. So I was like, because the Giants definitely would have had, whatever it was, I'm pretty sure it would have been the weekend scenario would have been games three, four, and five in San Francisco. And I had booked a flight and legitimately had plans. I Like the one game was going to be taken care of with her company's tickets. I was going to be able to buy one game's worth of World Series tickets with money that I had. And, and then the other game, we were literally just going to go. She had already done all the, the work. She had done it before with like a friend of hers where they had sat out on the water in McCovey Cove and watched the game. I had it all planned. I was going to miss my cousin Justin's wedding. I had an awkward conversation. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I love you. But, like, it's the, the Orioles World in the World Series. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not missing that. So I have – but that's, it's also you, – sometimes your team is a barometer for, um, you know, how you remember a year, right? Sometimes it, you remember, like, for example, you'll remember 2012 because that was the year the Orioles were good again. And then you'll remember it was the year that the Ravens ended up winning the Super Bowl. Of course, the Super Bowl happened in 2013. Your teams can give you barometers for certain years. So if your team did something spectacular during the course of the year, it's a barometer for how you remember the rest of the year. For sure, it's that type of barometer. Um, for 2021? I, I remember game 162 of 2011 with uh, the, the curse yeah, of the yeah, Antino yeah, and the home I run mean, by the Rays. I mean, sure. It was certainly a memorable night. Sometimes I forget exactly what year it was because it's just – like I remember it being – and then I'm like, I, I, I can do the math that it was the year before the Orioles were good, mm-hmm. right? Like 
because people have tried to pretend like it was what was the precursor for them getting good. It's such an absurd thing. Um, like, but it's not an immediate thing for me. It's not an immediate. I can jump off the. I, there's very little that I can jump off the page and immediately remember about 2011, right? Like, you could argue that 2011 Ravens were better than the 2012 Ravens yeah, were, right? Like, absolutely. In, in fact, they definitely were better than the 2012 Ravens were. But, like, it takes me a minute because you don't remember them winning a Super Bowl. So it takes me a minute to reflect back on that and and say, oh, right. Like, you know, yeah, that, that was a thing that happened in 2011. So, no, there's probably not a lot that I'm going to ultimately remember about 2021 that it's going to be tentpole for me in in any specific way like just just being realistic about it i I think we'll remember vaguely we'll remember everything that was going on in the world because remember it was the fallout of 2020 but 10 years from now well i remember that this was the year that mark turgeon got fired probably not not you know I won't remember what his when or not fired. He didn't get fired, but I think you might. No, it just it, the same way. That I don't remember. I don't remember specifically what year it was when Gary Williams That's retired. That's true. Neither do I. Like You're I right. remember vaguely when it was, but I don't remember exactly what the year was. Like it just in order to remember at a certain age, in order to remember ten years removed exactly what happened in a year, it had to be really significant. Yeah, for you That's to remember true. exactly. Now, again, you can be triggered and, like, r- reminded of certain things. Like, you know, you, when we just did this conversation, like, right, the Ravens won in 2012. Oh, the year before, they were, they were better. They won their division the year before, right? Like, they were really good. You can be triggered in that way to remember things, but to just remember it off the top of your head? Right. Nah, I, I right. doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, college football playoff is tomorrow, believe it or not. They made the mistake of moving it back to New Year's Eve. But, I guess they're going to luck out the fact that probably fewer people are going out on New Year's Eve than normally. Uh, joining us now to preview those games, he is our friend, uh, Senator Justin Reedy. He's back with us for the Senator's Suggestions, a college football playoff version. What's going on, sir? How are you? Happy New Year. I'm fine. Happy New Year to you guys. And, uh, yes, the college football playoff may luck out because it's stupid they have it on it's New insane. Year's Eve. They ought to always have it on the first. Man. But My, imagine that's not, why this is a crazy sport. Imagine not having the nads to say to the, the Sugar Bowl, sorry, guys. You're going to have to move yeah. your game. for well, it's the, And, you know, the big problem is the Rose Bowl. Right. The Rose That's Bowl the locked one. it in that they always have to be at a certain time with yeah. these TV contracts. And in a weird then the way, Sugar Bowl went locked in, too. But. Right. And the, and the Rose Bowl one, by the way, I have more of an ability to say, okay, so leave it that way. And if it's a year that, that the Rose Bowl isn't a fe- semifinal, play the other games at, at 2 o'clock and 8 o'clock. Exactly. Right? Yeah, like what, my, you, should play, you should play the fr- – if the Rose Bowl has to be there, and I love the Rose Bowl. I think it's a great, it's a great tradition. I, I get it. The and sun going, the sun going down at the Rose Bowl is amazing, right? Like everybody always yeah, no, talks. It's, it's, it's incredible. It is, but you know what? The sun could go down in the second quarter rather than the third quarter, and it's we would all true. still be okay. Also like, true. D- you know, it, also, it, it, also it, true. Whatever. No, it, it's insane. It's so dumb. And again, they're they're probably going to luck out a little bit the way this is going to work out for them. I hate the fact that they're going to because it's because we have problems again in our world. Um, but but yeah, it's such a stupid thing doing it on on New Year's Eve. Anyway, that being and said, and they don't do it every year that way either, which makes it even dumber. So some year, it's just it's very strange. But hopefully, yeah. after they expand the playoff, this will change and there will be some more rationality. No, we can hope. No doubt. Let's talk about the games themselves, Senator. Let's begin um, Alabama-Cincinnati. Man, I, you know, I love the fact that Cincinnati's there. I think it's great for the sport that if you win your games, you're going to have the opportunity to do this. But after seeing – and I know, you know, you're an Alabama guy. After seeing what Alabama did to Georgia, I am really hard-pressed to believe that Cincinnati's got much of a chance in this football game. 
I, you know, it's interesting. I, I, being an Alabama fan, I'm a ner- I am not one of those overconfident Alabama fans. I'm more of a nervous Nelly fan. But I would say this. I think Alabama, if, if, if Alabama hadn't lost John Mechie and had more healthy running backs, I would actually say this. I would agree with you 100% that there's little chance of Cincinnati winning the game. I do think because Alabama's nicked up pretty significantly that Cincinnati's defense, I think, could possibly keep them in the game. I think this will be a game into the second half pretty far. I think it, the, the the point spread to me, I, I could see Alabama getting right to that two-score type win, but it not being a blowout. I, I, because I think Cincinnati has a tough defense that can hold together. Now, I think where Cincinnati is overmatched is on the offensive side of the ball. I'm not sure they can block Alabama, and I don't know that they'll be able to run the ball effectively. And I, So I think while Desmond Ritter may make a few plays, I think it, they'd be hard-pressed. I don't see them scoring 35 points in this game. So... I think it's going to be a close game, a relatively close game. I do think Cincinnati absolutely deserves to be there. Um, I think Alabama will ultimately win. I, I do think there will be a lot of tweets in the second quarter and early third quarter about, oh, Alabama, you know, maybe that Georgia win was a fluke because it's close right now. So we'll see. But I, my thinking is the point spread's probably about right. Um, I wouldn't, you know, I don't, as you know, I don't bet, but I think. Um, I think uh, you know a ten, a twelve to fourteen type point type win for them makes sense. Yeah, uh, I, I and I do bet, and I'm hammering Alabama tomorrow. I am hammering. Well, I hope you're right as an Alabama uh, fan, but uh, I want to I want to drive the live casino hotel tonight and put a bunch of money on Alabama. But I hear you. I hear what you're saying, and I do want to respect. It's it's remarkable what Cincinnati's done. Um, the other semifinal I think is the more interesting one on paper, but and yeah. I think I, 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 it's a weird thing, right? Because we know what Michigan wants to be, and in a way, isn't exactly what Georgia wants to be. It seems like a kind of a Styles make fights situation. Well, you know, I'm glad you said that. And um, the most interesting thing to me about this game is how many people have assumed that they're just off of Georgia because they had one bad game against a team they didn't match up well with for a number of, of reasons including elite quarterback play, elite quarterback play. Georgia did not lose to Alabama because Alabama ran the ball over them. Far from it. Alabama made some, some really great plays in the deep passing game. Um, you could argue Georgia may have had the wrong plan. Um, I believe there's, the people are all, the money, a lot of the money's coming in on Michigan. The point spread is, I think, six and a half for Georgia. I love Georgia in this game. I, I don't see how Michigan scores more than 17 to 20 points. On Georgia, that I, I just don't see, and I think Georgia has better ability to score some points on a tough Michigan defense if they can find a way to block Michigan's pass rush and run the ball effectively. I don't see how Michigan wins the game. I don't think they have enough talent at receiver and quarterback. I don't think their quarterback's bad, and Georgia's quarterback is not, nothing special. But I think Georgia's the more—they're the same team, and Georgia's way more talented. That's how I look at it. I, I'm happy to be wrong, and as an Alabama right. guy, I would rather play a different team than have a rematch because I think rematches can be difficult. But I, I think Georgia wins this game, and I think they cover. Any risk of Stetson Bennett getting pulled during the course of this game? Possibly, although JT Daniels has not practiced a lot for Georgia because okay. he had he had COVID. I I think it's more likely that I mean, who knows? That that's been a mysterious thing all along because JT Daniels is is seems clearly to be more talented, um, but he's been sort of unhealthy for parts of the year. There's rumors down there in Georgia that, that Kirby's not been happy with him, but I, nobody has any confirmation on that. And Bennett actually has played well, and even in the Alabama game, he threw a couple bad picks, but I don't know that you'd put the whole game on the quarterback there. It was more of a problem. Their defense couldn't stop anybody, couldn't stop Alabama consistently. But, 
but you know, we'll see. I, I, I certainly think Kirby has to be thinking if there's a struggle in the end of the end of the second half, he's got to think about pulling him. But at this point, so far, it seems like they're riding with Stetson Bennett. Um, any other game? You know, we normally do three, right? When we do Senators' suggestions, is there any other game? that's happening over the next couple of days that you say, I know you're all paying attention to the college football playoff, but boy, this one should be utterly delightful for some particular reason. Well, now that we, I think we've gotten past where all the ones are getting canceled have been canceled. Yeah, I, I so that's hope. Good, I, that, I there was hope. actually a couple good ones. There was yeah. a couple good ones this week that ended up being, being mangled or canceled. Um, I really like, I mean, I think the Rose Bowl is a great matchup this year because Utah really wants to be there. Right. You know, it's the first time they've been in the Rose Bowl. So I think I had that as my third game on my on my matchup list was Utah, Ohio State. Ohio State, unfortunately, has had some opt-outs, which everybody always, you know, you hate seeing opt-outs. At the same time, I mean, I'm not going to fault the players. I think eventually they need to figure out how to have NIL work for bowl games. Um, so that, the Rose Bowl to me on, on January 1st will be exciting. i tell you what, what's most fun for me, I, and, and it's been diluted somewhat over the years, but January 1st, when you can start at about 11 or noon, and you got three games going at once, you usually got the Citrus Bowl, uh, the Citrus Bowl, the Outback Bowl, and sometimes it's the Gator Bowl, or sometimes it's, it, this year I think it'll actually be, um, uh, it'll, be the, um, it'll be the Fiesta Bowl, but you have three bowls going at once. I, that's always fun to me because you can kind of do some multi-screening and, and watch a, a bunch of great college football, and then you head into the Rose Bowl at, in the in the late afternoon. So, uh, and unfortunately, by the time we get there on the East Coast, it's already dark, which is depressing. But you have the nice sunny Rose Bowl to look at on your TV. So, to me, that's the that's what I always look forward to the most in bowl season, outside of whatever my team's involved in. Is the is that January first, you know, smorgasbord? All right, Senator Justin Reedy, you uh, can see all of his football stuff at uh, the Duck Pin, and of course, you can follow him on Twitter at Reedy CFB for all of that uh, football conversation uh, beyond the stuff that he does in his, you know, his real life, which is a whole different world. Uh, Senator, appreciate it, man. Happy New Year. Let's talk again before the championship game. All right. That sounds great, and everybody be safe out there. Take care. Thank you, sir. Senator Justin Reed checking in with us uh, ahead of the college football playoff semifinal tomorrow. I mentioned, yeah, I might run down to Live Casino. That's how good I feel about Alabama. Sports fans, the wait is over. Live Casino Hotels got the FanDuel Sportsbook now open in Hanover, Maryland. I have been there. It is a great place. Food's great. Drinks are excellent. The atmosphere is incredible with all the screens. Such a cool place to hang out. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks. And watch all the action from the best seat in the house, the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. When we come back in, Drew Forrester is going to join us. It is Glenn Clark Radio. Hey, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. Cold weather has arrived, and that means one thing, higher energy bills. But the good news is that Window Nation is here to help. For a limited time, get 50% off all style windows, bays, bows, double hung, and sliders, plus a house of windows for only $99 a month. Rising natural gas prices are affecting everyone, but new Window Nation windows can help. Get 50% off any style window and a house of windows for only only $99 a month. Call Window Nation today at 866-90NATION or go online at windownation.com. That's December only. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. 
and it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Duffy's Garage is a family-owned and operated car care facility in beautiful Baldwin, Maryland. An authorized Maryland inspection station and Napa Pro Care Center with ASE certified techs. Tell them that Glenn Clark sent you and receive 10% off your service with a max discount of $150. You gotta trust where you take your car, so take it to where I take mine. Duffy's Garage in Baldwin. Duffy'sGarageMD.com I love driving my tractor trailer, and just like you, I just want to make it to my destination safely. If you drive too closely to my truck, I can't see you, and you can't see what's in front of me. If I have to brake suddenly, our lives can be changed forever. If a truck stops quickly, can you? Don't tailgate trucks. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. The latest issue of Press Box is available now, and it's our very special annual Best of Issue on the cover. We celebrate Justin Tucker as our Mo Gabba Sports Person of the Year, honoring his historic on-field achievements, but also the unprecedented relationship he shared with Baltimore. Inside, we recognize the top people, performances, and moments of 2021, including Cedric Mullins' incredible season and the dominance of local Paralympic athletes. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. You've got questions. They've got answers. Sure, I mean, we'll go with that. It's Glenn and Paul on Glenn Clark Radio. All right, back in here on GCR. Glory Days Grill's winter seasonal menu is back with comfort classics like the house-made meatloaf and the short rib, short rib grilled cheese. It also features the center-cut sirloin with grilled shrimp, the char-grilled pork tenderloin, the grilled meatloaf sandwich, the smoky thigh wings with Alabama barbecue sauce, and a Brussels and bacon appetizer. Find out more. Get your order in right now, glorydaysgrill.com. I know a man who spent probably about half his year at his neighborhood Glory Days Grill. He is Drew Forrester, and he's back with us now here on GCR. What's up, buddy? How are you? Um, You know, I'm not going to nitpick. But the promo I heard uh, coming back in yeah. said um, GCR with Glenn and Paul. Yes. Um. <clears throat> oh, you you want to be in the promo? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I am the I am the show. What do they call me? The yeah. showstopper. Yeah. Exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> what they call you. Is the showstopper? That's it's weird. Stopped it dead so, in its tracks. Somebody said. Somebody said. Uh, how do you want to go out? To, well, this is our final show of the year. They're like, how do you want to end it? I'm like, oh, we'll end it with Drew because it might end it all together. It might be the 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 true end all be all for Glenn Clark Radio. Oh Christ! All right. Um, I don't really have anything to talk about with you. So here's what I'm gonna do. I can't hear you very well, by the way. Speak up. Uh, uh, no, shut up. All right, anyway. I can't. I'm, we'll, I'm... we'll bring it up. We'll bring up the level, okay? Settle down. All right. So this was posed to me by Ivan this morning, and I'm going to turn around and give it to you, all right? Okay. He said, hey, Glenn, I need you to chime in on this one. With uh, Ben Roethlisberger all but confirming his upcoming retirement, who was or is the most disliked Steelers player among Ravens fans over the past 20 or so years? Oh, my gosh. So... You know, I, the, the, you know, people are already chiming in on this, and I, I said I was going to let you uh, get in on it. I, 
the answers, like the ones that you're coming to mind are obvious. For a very long time, it was Heinz Ward or it was Joey Porter, right? And for, for one of, either because Joey Porter took the shot on Todd Heap or because Heinz Ward and his stupid smile always and his cheap shots in the middle of the field right. truly made you hate them more than you could respect them, right? But all that being said, I think we're being dishonest if we pretend like broadly that Ben Roethlisberger hasn't been the most disliked player by Ravens fans, in large part because he's done an awful lot of winning and breaking Ravens fans' hearts. Amongst other things. Yeah. I, I mean, I, the first thing that came to my mind, though, was, was Ward. I, I could be wrong on this. I, know, I don't know. I never felt like people really strongly disliked Ben. I, I always felt like no one liked Ward. And I couldn't stand him until we met him at the Super Bowl and he was walking around with those Sharpie markers. And I said, dude, give me one of those brown ones and one of those lime green ones. And he slipped me one. And he goes, only for my buddies in Baltimore. And, and then I liked him forever after that. Like Heinz Ward... Of all of the people I ever spoke Get, with, what's wrong with you? I, I would say, what's wrong with you? I would say Heinz Ward was the most. Pol- I don't even know if polarized is the right word, but like I never met someone that I was predisposed to disliking who got up from the table and left, and I went, "Dude, that is a great guy right oh, there." God, what a! What I know, a, but a, you know it too because you met him too. Yeah, I know, but I don't feel that way. I got to make that very clear. Oh, yeah, I want to make do. that. Ab- no, just, I don't. Your, your I brand don't. is oh, I no. can't like Heinz Ward. No, dude, Heinz Ward is an awesome guy. Shut up, God, I can't. I can't let you keep. No, I never met this. Joey Porter, so I can't make that same. You claim. know, I, I've, I, I had never actually talked about it. Like two years ago, for some reason, I was talking to Heap, and I was like, "Bro, you know, we've never really talked about this." Like. What would it be like today if you just saw Joey Porter out at a golf course, right? Like, what what would that be like? And he said, straight shoot, for about five years, he would not talk to Joey Porter. And in fact, there were incidents like that where they were both at the same charity golf tournament, and legitimately he would have to be separated because he was still seething mad about it. Like, for five years... He could not be around. It was it was real. He couldn't be around Joey Porter. He said he eventually got over it, and like, you know, they they have had conversations since then. But he said for about five years after the hit, there would be no no interaction whatsoever. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Troy Palomalu. No. Is, is no not hate. If anything, it was respect for Troy Palomalu. He was just good, man. Like. It 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 broke your heart because you know he made big plays yeah. and like it made you sick. Like devastated them a but, lot. But like you, you had no other and choice. But it's sort of the way that Steelers fans talk about Ed Reed. Yeah. Like they yeah. just sort of tip. Like the dude was just good. Yeah. He didn't give you much of a reason to specifically hate him beyond the fact that he played for the Steelers. You just sort of said like, "Damn, dude, that guy he's unbelievable." Yeah, you're right because I never really hated Troy Polamalu. I was just like, "Damn it, I hate that he plays for this team." Right. Correct. Yeah. Well, I'm going. I, I do think it's Ward. I, I think of all of the players that that they ever had, he was the one. And there was a while too that Burris was really um, yeah. disliked, but that was before the 20 years. This person said 20 years. That Burris thing would have been more like 99, 89, uh, 98, 99, 2000 in there. I would say Ward to me. 
I think you're probably right about that. I I think I don't know. I disagree. I still think it's over. It's it's the Roethlisberger's thing is just too broad. It's it's too broad a group of people that hates Ben Roethlisberger for me to be like to, to think that it's anything other than that. And it's and it's it's a combination. Yes, Paul. It has something to do with the fact that what happened still still gives reason for people to hate him combined with the fact that he constantly kept beating you. Speaking of Roethlisberger, by the way, you gave me that um jersey a couple of years right, ago yeah, for Halloween, I and I never to give it back to you. Yeah, right. They, I, I do need that back. For next, I'm, the game's next Sunday, Drew. Got to go show my respect. Right. <laughs> for God's sake. Of course, at this point, the game might mean nothing to either team. Like, we were right. talking a few weeks ago about how it could be like the biggest moment for the Ravens, I mean, and that it could legitimately mean nothing to either team. Here's a scenario for you, right? You're Ben Roethlisberger. You're playing on Monday night. It's your final... It's your final, you know, home game ever right. in Pittsburgh. You know you're retiring. By the way, I am still not convinced of that. I am still not convinced that dude doesn't just sit there and say, "I can hold these guys up for another year." I don't know, man. I, he looks, he looks I, like he's he, in the December he's of his looked career. Looked like that for a little while now. Like, come on. Not like this, though, bro. I don't know, man. It's been bad. So, um, you know, you've decided definitely you're done. You play this final home game on Monday night. And you get the next week, and the game is meaningless. Yeah, why would you play? Are you playing or not? Right. And the the, the answer might be, hey, do you want to do you want to try it out there and play the first quarter and have some sort of grand send off? But I know what you mean. He. But like, what would be the, what would the grand send off be in Baltimore? It's gonna be middle fingers, <laughs> like right. That's but that's, well, that's the, sort the, of when, you have the, the game, oppor- I, I have a funny feeling. I have a really funny. I'm trying to figure out how this would be possible. That they beat. Uh, let's just pretend they beat Cleveland Monday night. Now that would probably be too late for them to do it. My my theory is oh, going to be they that they're going to they would find a way to flex it. At this point, gonna, I think they could only flex it if it was meaningless and they just knew that Roethlisberger was going to play. Well, I, I guess that was my whole thing. Would be if they flex it, then he's got to play. And A, well, A, if they flex it, he's, they've already been told he's going to play, and B, right. then he's got to play. Um, C, I think the game would have to matter. I don't think they'd flex it if the game didn't And that's matter. why I, I just don't think there's any way for it to matter without it being impacted by another game. I don't think you can do the math. No, you can. If they, but that, the problem is it would have to include the Monday night game. If the Bengals lose right. and the Ravens lose right. and the Steelers beat the Browns right. Monday night, and then the Browns beat the Bengals Sunday, and the Steelers beat the Ravens Sunday. The Steelers but, but were, are in. I understand what you're saying, but it includes the Browns-Bengals game. They, oh, 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 I got you. The got Sunday you, got night you. game, they have right, made right, it very right. clear. It cannot be impacted by another game. No, 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 you're right. You're 100% right. That's the way they've done it. So literally the only way I think they could do it is if it was meaningless at this point. And they, okay. just, they had an agreement. Like It had already been discussed. Hey, if this game is a meaningless game... And it doesn't impact anything else, but we know Ben Roethlisberger's playing. And it's going right. to be his final game. No, you're right. But I just, I, I, I don't, I don't see a way that that's going to happen either. Um, you know what's really funny? But, but, but you, you still didn't answer the question. Would you, would you, would you do if you're Ben Roethlisberger, and the game's meaningless? Would you play or not, or would you say I'd rather have my final game be in Pittsburgh in front of everybody? I guess some of that might depend on what happens Sunday. So, like as an example. Bengals beat the Chiefs on Sunday. Right. Um, That's what I'm saying. You, I'm saying in a scenario where the game is like, it, there is nothing left. Okay. The game I is would, meaningless. But, but again, you've got to know that Sunday. 
No, if you got you'll play on Monday night. You're going to play on Monday night. I know, but in order Tuesday, to make it a big deal, in order to make it the deal that you want to make oh, it. Oh no, I don't. It's going to be a big deal in Pittsburgh because it's the final game in Pittsburgh. No matter what, no right. matter what, it's a big deal on Monday. I night. think he plays in Baltimore. I don't think he plays the whole game if it's meaningless. But I do think he plays. <sighs> Are we saying if it's just meaningless for Pittsburgh or meaningless, meaningless for both teams? Either, I mean, more meaningless for Pittsburgh. I don't. Why does he care about? I guess you can make the argument of like he wants to rip their. I got, out if I got one the Ravens chance. can't be eliminated this Sunday. Right. I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah, they, either. they can't be eliminated this Sunday. Um, but but they can put themselves in a situation where they would need such an extraordinary sort of. No, 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 right. Sort of, I, I mean, and I do think I, I I am I need to think that through a little more because right. I've done so much of that playoff machine this week. My head's spinning. There might actually be a really, really, really weird way where they can be eliminated, but it would require a, a seven things going the, the way that maybe not that many, five things going the wrong way. But right. I'm pretty sure they can't be eliminated Sunday. But, okay, so the Steelers are eliminated. Tuesday morning, you wake up, you're eliminated. It Maybe it still matters to the Ravens, but let's just say the Ravens lost, right? And like it's, It barely matters to the Ravens. You really want to go show up in Baltimore for everybody to give you the middle finger and and boo you for you to run around for two series like and have that be the final thing that you did in your NFL career is run around in the meaningless game where everybody hates you. Well, he does like he does like the cameras on him. I mean, but it's not even going to be a nationally televised game whereas I know. this 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 is your opportunity to say that my last game you're 100% right about him loving, loving drama and loving attention. His last game would have been a nationally televised game in front of his home fans, everybody screaming and going crazy, and that could be the last thing that he did in his NFL career, and that could be the memory that he would – and that's my argument of, like, why? Why right. go put – why play in the final game of the year if that's the case? Right. What kind, of a, what kind of a, of a montage are the Ravens going to play for Ben Roethlisberger? Is it going to be all this the slow lights, I, like the Bart no, Scott? No, they're going to do something. No, it's a different. This is a different thing. This is not. I don't even think they're going to do the David Ortiz bit like with the Orioles, That's right? right? Like my head I, was. the Ravens, one hundred percent, will do a nice video tribute to Ben Roethlisberger. One hundred percent. The fans will boo it. Mm-hmm. The like this, this is. I, I, Greg Gumble got lit into because he came on my show a few weeks ago and was like, and I talked about this. I said. He said, I think that Ravens fans are so smart and such good football fans that they'll give Ben Roethlisberger a nice ovation. And he was trying to compliment Ravens fans as he said it. He was trying to give them a compliment. And that got on the interwebs, and like the things that were said about Greg Gumbel were so heinous from Ravens fans. And I was just like, wow, this is really what this is going to be in Week 8. Like, I... It's you're just not going to get the fans to participate in that moment. I, right? I I'm going to disagree with that a little bit, but here's but but what, then when I say what I'm about to say, it it probably isn't possible. So I think if the Ravens would have had this thing tied up and clinched, and Sunday next Sunday would have been. Oh, it didn't matter to them. Yeah, okay. I, I, right. I think the reaction would have been different. You might people. be right about that. that. And actually, I can't believe I'm giving you credit for something. You you probably are right about that. It's yeah. way easier. If they're on their way out and you're on your way in, right, sure. To get the people that are there to say, you know, because I do think I, I will say this: the number, the the people, the 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 maniacal sort of rabid jerk fans that don't really grasp how great that dude's been in his career. 
I think those people are a minority. Yeah, but I don't think that's what it is, Drew. I don't think I think that you're you're doing the wrong thing there. I think they know exactly how good he's been. I just think that it's something that unites. This is I talk about this all the time when when somebody decides that they're a Duke fan because whatever. I bring up Casey Willett all the time. Casey Willett, who I love, who has absolutely no connection whatsoever to Duke. Ray Bachman, who has no connection to Duke basketball whatsoever, but just decided they wanted to be a Duke fan for some reason. They'll say something to you like, oh, you just hate Duke because you're a Maryland. You know, you're a Ma-. I'm like, no, no, no. Across the country, people are united by just enjoying watching Duke lose. It doesn't matter where you go. You could be sitting in Kalamazoo today, and if Duke basketball was playing a game and they would lose, you could high-five strangers in a bar, and people would be united by it. Yeah, that. but you know why you don't like Duke, right? Uh, because I couldn't get in? Correct. No, I mean, I, I trust me. I accepted that fate when I was like four. That was going to be the case. Oh, by God. By the way, I, I, this is a true story. I, I don't know if you remember this. I dated a girl for a little while who was, like, with me about, like, she was from Texas, and she went to Oklahoma, so she had no reason to hate Duke. But she always talked about how it was a thing that we could share together. She was like, yeah, everybody loves hating Duke. Like, it's the thing that everybody enjoys. I swear to God, we break up, and she goes to Duke Law School. Oh, wow. And I'm like, wait, what happened to hating Duke? Right. <laughs> what happened to all that? That's, uh, I thought that was a bit that we agreed to. Um, in Baltimore specifically, everyone unites over, we just hate Ben Roethlisberger, that's no fair. matter what. And okay. and that's it doesn't it's not about pretending like he isn't great it's it's just a thing that gets people of different backgrounds conservatives you know democrats you know, protestants you know atheists everybody in baltimore can agree on one thing we all hate ben roethlisberger and it's just it, it there's there's no rhyme or reason to it it's just a rallying thing for everybody to get behind and that's the you're not going to be able to get people to be on board but the ravens will do the right i mean the ravens will 100% the, the, everybody knows who the Ravens are as an organization. They will 100% put a video together and and say, you know, enjoy retirement. If, if he makes it a fit. That is the weird part about this, though. He still hasn't made it official. This is all based right. on a report. Right. So if he doesn't make it official, if he never says openly, you know, this is definitely my last game, then they probably won't do anything for him. It was a little bit like what the Orioles did for Adam Jones. They, everyone sort of kind of knew it was him, right? And they and they let him run out to the center of the field, and people clapped. But the Orioles didn't do anything for him. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not suggesting they were wrong. I'm saying that, that, that they they had not, they certainly with a a week and a month or a day left in the season weren't going to say, oh, by the way, we're not re-signing Adam Jones next right. year. But everyone sort of kind of knew they weren't. And they let him, and he kind of knew. And they let him run out to midfield and stand there and get adored by everybody who was there. Right. And the Orioles never really did anything for him. Had had he said a week before, "Hey, this will be it for me. I'm going to go to Japan, or I'm going to go to the Diamondbacks, or I'm right done here." Right. The Orioles would have done something for him. Yeah, or he was retiring, correct. Yeah, like, whatever. And, like, that's the case. But right. it's, it's also different because it's your guy versus somebody else, right? Like, the, if, if Ben Roethlisberger does not say that this is my final game, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to well, – there will be no acknowledgement of it whatsoever. Because right. it's, it's, and then the thing that really bothers me is no one did anything for Jeter when he left. Ah, it's just – it was real heartbreaking, right? Like, that guy, <laughs> complete anonymity as he was departing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> No Dude, doubt, this, man. This, and this AFC North 
well, even the AFC playoff picture. By the way, you're more obsessed with this than I am. It's I've, insane. I've, I've seen your tweets this week. You are more. We were Paul and I were talking about this earlier in the show. Somebody, uh, as Paul was setting, we did our pick segment, and Paul was setting up like, you know, hey, we should we're rooting for you know Kansas City in this game or whatever. And somebody tweeted in was mad like that's loser talk, and I was just like, no, you have to. The, the, but and this is where this is what I'll say. The only side I agree. If the Ravens lose this game on Sunday. I, you cannot convince me that I should have any emotion in rooting for the Broncos against the Chargers. The, the, if the Ravens have lost five straight games, I'm tapped out on caring about who wins the other. Well, the weird thing place. is, and this is this is kind of the strange thing, right? That all of these all of these games, for the most part, all of these games have a moving part either way. And as an example, no matter what happens between the Raiders and the Colts. It helps and hurts the Ravens. Right. No matter what happens between um, uh, some Broncos, Chargers, someone else playing Steelers and Browns. No matter what happens there, someone gets a, a morsel of life for another week. Right. And um, some of that will depend on what happens with the Chiefs and the Bengals too, because the Browns could still wind up in the division. Crazy as it sounds. So, like, all of these games, it's incredible how it's come down to this. Miami and Tennessee, you you, you want Tennessee to win, clearly, right? But Tennessee winning also might move them into the number two spot, and the Ravens might have to go there. Like, everything, it's just crazy how the games, how this has happened in the AFC. And in the AFC North, it's really bizarre, because they could all still win the division. Yeah, I agree. It is weird. Every team could win the division. I'm just not... I'm not invested until the Ravens tell me that there's a reason to be invested. That's my point. My point is... Well, there's a reason to be invested if they get in the playoffs. I understand, but the Ravens have to win in order for that to be the case. Okay, but I'm saying... I'm saying at the moment, I don't have the investment because the Ravens... I, I feel so... I, I uh, It seems so unlikely to me that they're going to beat this Rams team. The good news is on the COVID front... I feel front, the exact opposite. I, I, I feel like... The burden of proof is on the Rams. I, I do you see the secondary? <laughs> like, have you seen it? I did, but that, but dude, you're you're asking this team with a quarterback who's never won anything in his life. That's f- to come. Joe eat. Burrow's never won anything in his life either. Yeah, he's probably won more than Matt Stafford actually. Well, I don't. Um, it's pro- uh, I mean, he won a national championship. In college, I don't buy. Sure, I'm not yeah. buying the Rams. I'm not. Okay, well, that's a different – you you can have that conversation all day. And I'm not trying to tell you that I think you should buy into the Rams as being the Super Bowl front runner. and I do think it matters that Matt Stafford's never done anything in the playoffs. But this is very simple to me. They still have to line up a secondary on. Somebody has to play on. Well, we got Chris Westry back. Great. You're right. It's problem solved. Problem solved. I, I almost don't care who the opponent is. They have to line up a secondary of XFL guys. At best. By the way, that might be being disrespectful to the XFL. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree. Although, again, if there's good news, all the, the, the new COVID rules where we just don't care anymore, where COVID's not <laughs> just a hell of a bit. It is a damn great bit they're doing. They're just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> like, disappear for a day, come back tomorrow. We're all good. Um, they, they, at this point, literally don't have anybody on the COVID list anymore. Like Everybody has tested out, including Tyler Huntley, who could end up playing on Sunday perhaps. Um, but still, the, the injuries don't go away. Like they are, they could not be more depleted in the secondary. Somebody has to play, and they don't have any players. And so, I it 
it's just very difficult to get me to care about these other scenarios because they all have to involve the Ravens winning, and it's just so hard-pressed to get me to buy into the idea that the Ravens are winning. I guess. I mean, I, I'm banking on, and, and based on yesterday, I don't even know what to make of that video I, I, because the – that I, the only thing I'll say about the video, and I said this a couple times already, nobody, I have no idea if Lamar Jackson is going to be okay on Sunday or not. But here's one thing I know he's not going to do: he ain't taking a pain shot before a Wednesday practice. Well, that's true. That it's the part that nobody wants to talk about, right? Like, because I, because we can't define it. We all can say we saw the video, but there's he ain't doing anything crazy before a Wednesday practice. He's not doing anything crazy before a Thursday or a Friday practice. So if you see more videos today or tomorrow, you might react the same way. But there are things that he would be willing to do for a Sunday football game that he's not going to be willing to do during the course of the week. And that's not me saying that I know he'll be fine. It's me saying we are overreacting to this video and forgetting key context clues here as well. I hear you. I, I, I'm not a, enough of an expert to know. I've had a couple of those shots, quote-unquote, in, in my day just because of tendonitis and things, and I wanted to go play in a golf tournament. And yep. I had a tournament on Saturday, and I got a shot on Tuesday, and I played. Um, I've had them. Um, I don't know how they impact a bone bruise versus... 100%, right? Yeah, I don't know all of that stuff. But uh, but the guy yesterday, that guy's not playing Sunday. That guy, yesterday. Now, that might not be the same guy Saturday, to your point, or Sunday at 9.30 when he comes in there and they jab him. Um, I, I, but that guy, but I, I, I can't figure out for the life of me why the Ravens would have allowed that to be published yesterday. Well, they can't stop it. Well, they kind of can. I mean, they can. The only way they can stop it is if they they purposely say we're not. And the, the only weird here's if you want me to get. And I saw what you said this morning at your website. The only weird part about it to me is in the past they wouldn't do anything offensively when uh, reporters were out there. Right. Right. Like they there was. It was so, and this is admittedly me having not, since COVID began, I have not covered, frankly, the moment I didn't have to cover any football practices any longer, I said, I'm going to choose not to go because there is nothing more soul crushing to me than watching a football practice. Um, and that's just me personally. Like, I, I'm not interested in that. So maybe this has been a change for years and I just don't know about, but it used to be back in the day, they would let you watch special teams practice and nothing else. That was all you were allowed to see, and they would send you well, back Well, if they, if, if they would have really cared yesterday, they would have done one of two things. They would have kept him out for the first 20 minutes when you were allowed to be there, right. or they would have just gone inside. Um, well, yeah, correct. And I mean, so, so there had to be, there had to be some, some reason, some train of thought there that they wanted that to be seen. And I just can't figure it out. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Especially with John. I hear you. I hear you. That's, yeah. that's the type of... I, but, uh, but again, I'm, I'm, I keep saying this. Uh, I keep... As much as we've seen... And Josh Johnson wasn't terrible the other day, but they, they were never winning with him. Um, as much as we've seen how the league is, if they get this kid back and he's healthy, and, and that's a big if because I have no idea if he's healthy or not, and this could be one of those Raven injuries where he's finally be back in two days, and then in two weeks he may get surgery. I right, have no idea, right, right? Right. If this kid comes back and he's healthy, he can beat anybody on his own. A hundred percent. 
He could go to Tennessee, and the Ravens could win 36-30 because Lamar runs for 144 yards and throws two touchdowns, and there's a penalty flag at the end of the game, and but I mean, I, he, but that, he can beat anybody. I, I agree with everything you're saying. And it's why this, the, the, all the conversation, I think it's just best that the Ravens don't make the playoffs. Get the F out of here. You know, like, I'm, I'm not, you're not getting me to do that. My point is, I need to see the Ravens do it before I start caring about what happens in these other games. Yeah. Like, that's my, my is like, I need to see that. I need to see Lamar Jackson be healthy and do Lamar Jackson things. And if he does, then you're right. I'm going to care a whole lot more about the results of these other games when that becomes the case. But until I see it, the, the reality feels like it's not really going to matter what happens in these other games to me until I see that, until that changes. That's right. Just where I, I, I would agree. I just think, oh, well, you know how I am. I mean, I subscribe to the same thing. Like, if you've you got to try to get in. Get in, and um, this is not – It's di- this is different, although I, I think you and I kind of have a little, small philosophical disagreement on this too, but – but this is way different than if you're four and thirteen, four and twelve going into the game, and five and eleven going into the game, and you say, "Ah, who cares if we win?" Like this is a different argument. Yes, this is: can we win two games and get in the playoffs, and then roll the dice? Yes. And the answer always, always should be always. There's no debate about it. Right, and, and this is this is the one thing, and this is where this is where, in general. People, uh, I don't want to say this and sound terrible, but this is where people who haven't been around coaches, meaning even in our world, with you and I, who are who have been around coaches for a long time, this is where when you aren't around coaches, you don't quite get it, and you hopefully rely on people in the media that share it with you, and you listen. Like these, these guys are. All they need in, in their mind, right. all we need is, is a chance. chance to get in. And by the way, I, I can't believe that you would need. I can't believe that anybody with a brain. Would, I know, would, but people, people, people like this. Is we're in the era. We're in the. We're in this decade of I think outside the box. Yeah, but it's, you, it, you it, don't. It's, and it's not really that. It's just say anything. I mean, that's really I, I what the era is. Really, let me just say anything for right. the sake of saying it to see right. if it gets me attention. But this on... is the thing, right? And this is what this is what coaches will say that people don't get. But I'm going to use Brandon Stevens as an example. Mm-hmm. He's been very up and down, right? Mm-hmm. Drafted him, had some high expectations for him. Wasn't very good at the beginning of the year. Kind of started to. Kind of started to uptick sure. a little bit. Sure, he's a guy. Is a he'll he's a perfect example of this. He's a guy that if the Ravens got a couple of playoff games, he could really benefit from that. He he's a guy that going to Tennessee or going to but who couldn't? Like well, that's the, like, uh, well, okay, but I'm Mark Andrews might not. Mark I mean, Andrews is already a great player. Okay, but, but a guy like a guy like Brandon Stevens or um, Chris Westry. Or you know, um, Rashad Bateman, any of these guys who nothing ever replaces the first time, right? Nothing replaces that. You know, nothing replaces that. Like if I ever, uh, I would love to. If I ever got in the U.S. Senior Open again, I would be way, way better prepared the second sure, time. Sure, no question. Then I was the first time. I had no idea what I was doing. Right. Um, Nothing replaces it. I could, so, I, I could barely tell if I hear score. Yeah, right. No, I mean, and, and right, and I actually yeah. played okay. That's the yeah, thing. Right, like, right. so if if 
if these guys could just get in somehow, everyone benefits from it. And that's even if they lose 30 to 10. I agree. I, there, yeah. there, there, is no argu- so. there is no compelling argument for, for at this point. Again, to your point, we talk about it when you're four. And even the thing. I'm not in no world do I think that the team should stop trying when they're four and eleven. I'm just openly rooting for them to lose. I, but there's there's no argument ever for a team to stop trying. Now with the, you know, it may, in baseball it's a different conversation, and we'll, we can talk about that at some point. But in football, my God, stop! All right, um, do we know when we're going to helping up yet? Do we do we have that figured out at not all? Not yet. They should right. check in next week. All right. Hopefully that's coming soon. We're hopefully getting. A, I've, uh, by the way, we have a problem. Like, okay. I have a conference room that's full at this point. I mean, full. Good. Okay. So we're going to have to figure that out. I think I might have a solution, but we will deal with that. Um, well, at, I, I've got plenty of people. We can get, we can get va- uh, vehicles. That's not a problem. Right, all right. At It's a Hooded for Iron on Twitter, of course, is how you follow him. Drew'sMorningDish.com. Happy New Year, pal. We'll talk to you next week. All okay. Right? You too. See you. Bye. It's Drew Forrester. Uh, winding down for the week and for the year here on GCR. Uh, coming up on Monday night, Stan the Fan is back. He and Ross Grimsley will be talking baseball with you again every Monday throughout the course of 2022 at facebook.com slash pressboxsports and uh, the next day at pressboxonline.com slash video. It returns Monday, this coming Monday night. January 3rd, stand the fan with you twice a week, including every Monday talking baseball with Ross Grimsley. We'll come back in. We'll get a tidbit. We'll get two bit to wrap it up. It's Glenn Clark Radio. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Taz Bowser show. Looking for a simple holiday meal? Try Chick-fil-A catering. From Chick-fil-A nuggets to mac and cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. This is your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all of the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.com. Window Depot Baltimore provides the highest quality Pro-Via windows, doors, and siding for all budgets. The best is finally affordable. Call them today for a free in-home consultation at 410-941-3499. They also offer Zoom and FaceTime consultations in an effort to practice social distancing. A proud sponsor of the Tyus Bowser Show, you can find out more at windowdepotbaltimore.com. 
Hey, it's KZ. The Press Box Fantasy Football Show is back, as always, on Thursdays. You can catch it at 1130. We're brought to you this year, CCBC and Glory Days Grill. You can catch the show two ways, facebook.com slash pressboxsports or pressboxonline.com slash radio. The slash radio is if you want to listen. On Facebook is if you actually want to see my ugly face. We're going to have a lot of fun this year. DFS, daily lineups, keepers, all kinds of fun stuff. Please tune in, Press Box Fantasy Football Show every Thursday, 11.30 a.m. If you miss anything, don't forget that you can find whole shows later on Spotify, Apple, or Amazon Podcast. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. Winding down for the week, for the year. Thank you all for your continued support of the program. Um, this is never a great time to like have that emotional, gushy. I, I was doing it on a Monday when I was drunk. Um, but thank you all. Appreciate everybody who's tuned in, and we are continuing to strive to be even better moving forward and looking forward to that. So uh, we will see you back here on Monday. All right, Tidbit brought to you today by Window Nation. I keep trying to tell you this is it. This is truly your last chance. Today and tomorrow, your final opportunities. Take advantage of this deal. 50% off all-style windows, a house of windows for only $99 a month, 866-90NATION or windownation.com. All right, so one of these, this isn't really the tidbit, but I thought it was cool. I, somehow I've made it this far in my life not knowing that Tiger Woods and LeBron James share a birthday. Okay, I did not know I, that either. I, I had no idea. Tiger Woods, he has the two longest streaks of weeks spent at number, uh, number one in the world. 281 from June of 2005 to October of 2010. 264 weeks from August of 99. Today was the birthday for those guys. Yeah. You said they share a birthday. But you didn't which say, is today. Yeah, which that, is, that, which, that part it seems relevant. Which, which yes. is today. Yes. But he, uh, he has a 264-week stint from uh, August 99 to September 2004 and 281-week stint from June 2005 to October 2010. No Nobody else in the history of golf has ever had a streak longer than of, of even 100 weeks. I mean, that's, that's how good Tiger yeah, Woods I mean, Sure. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was yeah, cool. Yeah. Anyway, the real tidbit, Lamar Jackson returned to the practice field Wednesday for the first time since injuries angle against the Browns on December 12th. While Tyler Huntley and Josh Johnson have filled in admirably, the Ravens have sorely missed their MVP quarterback. For his career, Lamar Jackson is second in Ravens history in passing and third in rushing. He is one of four active quarterbacks to be top 10 for his franchise in both categories and one of 13 quarterbacks in the history of the game to accomplish the feat. And his 51 starts are the fewest of any quarterback to accomplish that feat. Who are the other 12 quarterbacks in NFL history to be both top 10 in rushing and passing all time for their franchises? Vic. Michael Vick, yes. He is fifth in passing, seventh in rushing in Falcons history. Uh, Steve Young. Steve Young, yes. He is third in passing, ninth in rushing in 49ers history. Fran Tarkenton. Fran Tarkenton is not on the list. That's surprising. I was surprised, too. Um, Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham uh, for the Eagles is third all-time in passing and sixth all-time in rushing. I, this is going to sound dumb, but just because they have this short history. Oh, because it, no, it includes the Oilers history. Never mind. I was going to say, um, I'll still say Steve, Steve McNair. Steve McNair, second but in I, passing in Titans-Oilers history and seventh in rushing. I, what I was going to say was Vince Young, but I was thinking no. it was only in Titans history, and yeah. so that, that would have worked, but no, because it includes the Oilers history, it does not work. Um, top, top, top ten all-time in both. And you said four of them are active? Four of them are active. So I haven't named one active one yet, so I should probably name some of those. Active, 
active that are um I mean, I don't know. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson for the Texans, second in passing, seventh in rushing. Counting, you're counting him as active. Yeah. He hasn't retired. Right. Technically, um, there is Charles. Russell Smith. Wilson. Russell Wilson. He is first in passing, fifth in rushing all time for the Seahawks. There's a couple guys on here that you're just never going to get. Cam Newton, of course. Cam Newton, first in passing, third in rushing for the Panthers. Is the other one... Mm. I'm going to just... Aaron Rodgers. No. I thought he might be, too. He's not. There's one more active one. I don't... There's too much... It's not Dak Prescott. There's too much history there. Um, other one. Active. Top ten in both. Active. Top ten in both. And actually, this would be the fifth guy that's active. He doesn't play, but he's active. This is one of those guys I would never, I never thought you would get. Because I, when I counted this last night, I didn't count him, but I'm counting him now because he is still in the NFL. Marcus Mariota. No. Because that would be Titans hit. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. saying. Yes. I, I, man, you're making this more confusing for me. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Yeah. He is second in passing all yeah, time and eighth in rushing so, all time. There's so little history that that, that works for the Jaguars. Can so I, those are all the active ones? Yes. I've gotten all the active ones. So the others would be... You have four left. Uh, Jeff Blake. No. Uh, how about... Jesus. How about Donovan McNabb? Donovan McNabb, first in passing, 10th in rushing all-time Eagles history. Just three more. Um, Two of these guys, you might get one. Colin Kaepernick. No. I guess there's too much history there, too. Yeah. John Elway. John Elway, first in passing, 7th in rushing for the Broncos. How about, man. <sighs> I'm surprised you haven't had too many misses today. Uh, I've had a few. Yeah, not too many, though. How about, no, oh, there's too much. I was going to say Cordell Stewart, but there's too much mm -hmm. history there. Mm. Dante Culpepper. I thought about him, too, but no. He wasn't really a runner. Mm-hmm. Jeff Garcia. No. He ran a little bit. Yeah. Alex Smith. No. All right, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. So I'm, they, they I'm both played down. for the same team. They both played for the same You've team. You've already named this team once. With a correct answer? Yes. Well, let's go. The one guy you, you're, when you realize, if you don't get it when you realize, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, because he's easy to forget. It's easy to forget. Because it's been Both so long since he played. The same team. So, is it a Falcon? No. Is it a 49er? No. Is it an Eagle? No. If if, if you have three guys from the same team, chances are that team hasn't been around I know, too, too a, long. So, it's a Panther. No. It's a Jaguar. It's a Jaguar. Byron Leftwich. No. David Garrard. David Garrard, third in passing, ninth in rushing. Your last guy Mark is Mark Brunel. Mark Brunel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
First in passing, fifth in rushing. Right. Gerard was third in passing, not a bad in list. rushing. Not a bad one. Not bad at all. All right, Tidbit was also brought to you today by... Uh, X- oh, I already did that one. It's brought to you by Live Casino Hotel. Sports fans, the wait is over. The all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is now open at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks. Watch all the action from the best seat in the house. Tubular brought to you by Chick-fil-A, your local Chick-fil-A restaurants. If you're looking for a simple holiday meal, try Chick-fil-A catering. From Chick-fil-A nuggets to mac and cheese, enjoy a variety of tray options sized perfectly for your get-together. Order through the Chick-fil-A app. Bring smiles to your family gathering. Availability and order requirements vary. See restaurant for details. Here's what's coming up. Um, I'm only going to do tonight. I, we're going to post Tubular again tomorrow for the rest of the weekend. Part of the problem is, again, we just don't know what's going to be canceled and as of the moment, Maryland's still supposed to be playing basketball tonight against Brown, 7 o'clock on the Big Ten Network. The bowl games, uh, right now North Carolina and South Carolina on ESPN and the Dukes-Mayo Bowl. So if you were uh, interested in getting that mayo dumped on you, you might enjoy that. The Music City Bowl, Tennessee and Purdue at 3. The Peach Bowl, Pitt and Michigan State at 7. The Las Vegas Bowl, Wisconsin Arizona State at 10.30 all on ESPN. Uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist announcement is tonight at 5 o'clock on the NFL Network. And they get down to 15. They'll go debate in the room Super Bowl week. NBC Sports Washington, Cavs, Wizards at 7 o'clock. NBA TV, Sixers, Nets at 7. Warriors, Nuggets at 9.30. NBCSN, Man U, and Burnley at 3.10. You know, after tomorrow, there is no NBC Sports Network any longer. Really? It just goes away forever. There's somebody, I think ESPN Classic goes away forever. Wow. After tomorrow. And uh, the WWE Network for NXT UK at 3, Impact Wrestling at 8 on Access TV. Anything non-sports-wise? You thought yesterday was bad. Real slim pickings tonight. Um, Fear Thy Neighbor at 9 and New Year's Nightmare at 10 on Investigation Discovery. Um, Season 4, Part A of Young Justice, uh, HBO Max original uh, premieres today. Uh, That's really it. All right. Well, that's what it is. Um, I don't even know, by the way, if they're getting all the... As far as the rest of the weekend is concerned, the semifinals are tomorrow. They're both on ESPN. They're, and ESPN's doing the, all the big blowout. ESPN2, ESPNU. Everybody's got a different broadcast on all the ESPN networks and semifinals. You can go to glennclarkradio.com and find it all out for tomorrow. Yeah, I forgot that we weren't doing a show tomorrow, so I didn't do the weekend. But I'll do it Get on it. And Get I'll, on I'll, it. I'll post it to the website for right, you. Very good. All right. Uh, hey, don't forget, speaking of things we're still trying to make happen, the Tyus Bowser Show. Appreciate all your patience. Appreciate all of, uh, our partners, my bookie, Great Eights Memorabilia, Press Box, as well as uh, Duffy's Garage in Baldwin, Duffy's Garage MD.com, Window Depot uh, Baltimore, Window Depot Baltimore.com. They've all been wonderful, and we're trying to pull it off for you guys. We're trying to make it happen. Just don't know, but um, stay tuned. We're going we're gonna to keep efforting that, try to do one more before uh, we get into the offseason. All right. Thanks to everybody at Pressbox, all of our great sponsors and partners. Oh, I should thank the guests. Thanks to Drew. Thanks to uh, the Senator. And thanks to KZ. We'll get all that up in the greatest hits section of the Archives. tab at glennclarkradio.com. Thanks to everybody at Pressbox, sponsors and partners, CCBC, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, ExxonMobil, KNS Automotive, the Maryland Lottery, Great Eights Memorabilia, Live Casino and Hotel, Baltimore area Chick-fil-A restaurants, the Maryland Department of Transportation, Underdog Fantasy Football, Duffy's Garage in Baldwin, Window Depot, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com, and my bookie. Thanks to Paul Valley. Follow him on Twitter at Paul Valley the Third. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Be safe. Be safe. Happy New Year. Go uh, anybody who might play, including the Ravens. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too.